Opie is here, and his show starts now. How good is that? Come on, Vic. Oh, man. You're I, with me. I was standing until just now. I just oh, now sat down. That was a little long, but I said, fuck it. Now, who cares? Right. That is uh, yeah. Blackberry Smoke doing Rover by Led Zeppelin. That's two good things put together. Someone on Twitter uh, turned me on to that song yesterday. I have played it five or six times. I'm like, yeah, man. I love it when the country rocks. <laughs> it's not really country in the first place to call them country. But they're, they're hillbilly twang yeah. southern rock. That's just fucking really, really good combo. They they fucking crushed that song. Yeah, that's fabulous. Well, you and, can't go when you put two amazing things together. You can hardly fuck it up. Well, E Rock doesn't like Led Zeppelin. Well, E Rock's stupid. You think? <laughs> yeah. Anybody's stupid that I doesn't just, like Led Zeppelin. I didn't Zeppelin. grow up on Led Zeppelin. That's so. okay. Yeah. I didn't grow up on a lot of things that I like now. So it's called like growth. covers of their songs. It's called growth in life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late to discover Zeppelin. Right. No kidding. Uh, that, well, I, it passed I, me by. I, I only keep coming here because we're trying to help Chris DeStefano learn some stuff. Oh, forget <laughs> Musically. it. Musically. Where's Chris been? He's in uh, uh, L.A. for a while. Maybe we'll call him. Let's get him on the phone and see how L.A.'s going. But you're right. You do redeem yourself a little bit with the reference to the encomium. I think yes. that's what it's called, the tribute record. Yeah, this, and we were talking about uh, tribute records as well. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my a... favorite one was Stoned Immaculate. I couldn't remember the name of the CD. I, we both had Immaculate. You had it first. And I, yeah, no, but I messed it up and said Immaculate Collection, which I, which I think is the Madonna box set. Oh, which, really? Which makes it extra God. bad. Or it's, it's her greatest hits package yeah, or sure. something like that. But and then I and then I looked it up and went, oh, that's right, Stoned Immaculate, Stoned Immaculate, damn. And the Hendrix one's great. The Sabbath Nativity in Black. Uh, I don't think I ever heard the Sabbath one. It's fabulous, really. It's, oh, it's goddamn. There's a Megadeth on there where like the drummer keeps playing at the end, and uh, and and uh, Dave yells at him. He's yeah. like, he's yelling at him to stop. Oh, really? Because the rest of them have quit, and he's just still banging he, he on. Just, he just <laughs> continues. Yeah. Uh, Blackberry Smoke does a lot of covers. Speaking of Black Sabbath, they have Fairies Wear Boots. There's a version of that on. YouTube. <sighs> See, I've got, I'm going to have to get out of work Friday. I think and go to that. I'm supposed to work Friday night. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm thinking about. No, just, you got to blow it off. Yeah, I got Blackberry it. Smoke yeah. is playing the Beacon Theater yeah. here in New York City. I would be wrong. They are coming in here on Friday to I play know. two or three songs. I'm a very new fan of Blackberry uh, Smoke, right. but I, I I've been going back and, and listening to a lot of their a lot of their stuff in the last uh, couple of weeks, and and I got to thank Florentine for that one. Florentine's hardly ever. I mean, I can't think of. I don't disagree with Jim on a lot of things. You know, right. especially music wise, but good God, they, if you can get Greg Allman on board, Blackberry Smoke, right? Then, uh, then I'm on board. It's, it's hard to you don't see him. <laughs> it's hard to lure him out of the right. the cave, the bat cave. Well, Greg Allman <laughs> is on one or two songs yep, off the yeah, latest yeah. Black, right. Blackberry Smoke record, like an arrow. But Florentine's like, you got to check out this Blackberry Smoke. And finally, uh, when like an arrow came out, I downloaded that, and uh, I've been playing that one to death. I haven't played it as much as I've played the record company, but then uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm dedicating tomorrow to that. Tomorrow I will go to Blackberry Smoke uh, Community College. Oh, good. Very, very nice. <laughs> and get my stuff worked out. And I believe uh, tickets still available for Blackberry Smoke. That's crazy. Sure. They are crazy right. good. Right. And then I was uh, I was in a, a loop with these guys, and I'm watching like just live performances by them, and they're unbelievable musicians. I would think that the association with Warren Haynes and Government Mule should have sold out the sure. Beacon. You know, he's Warren Haynes is the, the 18th Allman, or right. the honorary Allman, or whatever you want to call him. Can't so. even call him an honorary anymore. <laughs> no, he's really, you know. He's he, been in the Allman Brothers for... for oh, I, God, I, forever. I for want to say 20 years, years yeah, yeah, maybe, at, at least, this point. At least. 
least it seems like they gotta like uh, yeah. knock off the honorary. <laughs> I don't think he cares. You're an almond brother, my I would think my he's brother. Okay. I would think he's happy to be there. All right, let me give the uh, the slug here, uh, slug line. Sirius XM Outlaw Country presents Blackberry Smoke with special guest Jesse Dayton at the Beacon Theater this Friday. Get tickets for up to forty four percent off. Well, that's a steal. Now, are you kidding Come me? Come on, get tickets know. for up to forty four percent off using promo code Sirius XM exactly. at Ticketmaster. Uh, there's not many bands I'm really, really into these days. This is one of them, though. Although I probably won't be going. Well, the only person I've ever had uh, to call the boss is Jeremy Tepper, and Outlaw Country is his channel. And I love and see him in the hallway down here. So for anything, he's got kids. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go help him somehow get a trickle down on this and uh, get his daughter some braces. She's got a horrible smile. <laughs> That's not true. It's an old joke. No, it's an old shitty joke. Oh, okay. All no, right. it's what you, all, you point used to if you were on stage when the waitress would come by, you would right. always refer to her as uh, pregnant and just all crack, and, yeah, and yeah. one of them's got bad teeth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, no. so that's it's not I true. I was not hammering Jeremy Tepper's but, daughter. But no. make sure you listen to this show on Friday, too, because they're going to perform two or three songs for us. Right. I'm excited, man. I'm coming with a list of questions. Uh, for Blackberry Smoke? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I'm I don't spend, even like asking the questions. I, 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 I know. I'll probably, whatever. But tomorrow, I'm going to spend a lot of time. All right. I don't mind you yeah. asking a question or two, but I want to make sure they play. I'm not going to bother them. There are times you ask too many questions. Sure. Like, you really? know, that would have been another song, but okay. they have to leave now. All right. Well, no, I, don't, I, I honestly don't care what you do uh, with Blackberry Smoke. I, I hope you go, though, on, on Friday. I do want to go. Uh, Blackberry Smoke did a cover. Well, why don't we take this phone call oh, right wonderful. here? Doug in North Carolina. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. Hey. Love the show. Love the show. Uh, just wanted to say, man, Blackberry Smoke, awesome band. Uh, they have got a awesome cover of Tom Petty's You Got Lucky. I don't know if you've seen it or not on YouTube, but it's pretty cool. They're in like a bar. It's acoustic. Very cool. We got it up on the screen right now. So Yeah, man. It's awesome. God, do we it's just awesome. play it? You know, is it the, a band, is, the it, band is very cool, man. I I love them. Yeah, uh, I kind of found them like you did, kind of kind of hearsay and and looking at some things on YouTube and some other things. And uh, man, I like I pull them up all the time, just like you do, and just listen. Yeah, they seem very cool, very chill. Got a little Almond Brothers feel to them. Some of that Southern rock. They got a little little Leonard Skinner uh, feel to them at times. And then every once in a while, you feel like you're listening to maybe some 38 special. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Carlisi boys. <laughs> the Carlisi boys. Uh, one, one, of them, it's, one, one of the Carlisi's is, uh, yeah, I think there's a, there's a Carlisi and a Van Zandt in 38 special. But Jeff Carlisi was I the know lead. there's a Van Zandt. There was a Van Zandt, but Jeff Carlisi was the lead singer of 38 special. God, I think. I, I think. I think. Yeah. I, I should know that. You know, I, I so. didn't. I didn't know that. All right, uh, Doug. I'm going to check that song out later. Thank you, buddy. All right, appreciate it, guys. Love you guys. Thanks, bud. I would sit here uh, and play music all day long and not talk. <laughs> if we could get away with it, but I would let I would let people call in just like that and refer us here and there, and we yeah. could pretend like we're YouTube and suggest I, different things and have a long trailing. I, uh, yes, I want to. I want to do a sideshow where you get just a bunch of people from very different walks of life. By the way, certainly because I, I don't want it to be one genre, and you just go around the room. Like trying to turn each other onto songs. All you got to do is be able to explain how you're connecting it. It can be a big, long, elaborate explanation. It? Well, you want some little for the banter in between. You would want some little explanation of why 
this reminded you of this, and it could be because they both had the word lemon in it, or because right. it could be the same uh, genre or songwriter or whatever. Boo! But, how about you don't like my game? How about this? <laughs> like you play a song and then I go, yeah, that was good, but I want that's a simpler uh, version. But, <laughs> but let me let me play this for you now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, simpler version. All right. And then maybe we could do themes if the if the show gets off the ground. <laughs> Tonight we're only doing songs about trees. Mm. I don't mean themes. I'm just saying have a weird... I say themes. Now, <laughs> now I'm going themes. Now I'm really? going themes on you. want to go themes. <laughs> yes. What's, uh, the theme Uh-oh. tonight is trees. And yet, or you have to guess. It's an unknown. You just play a bunch of songs, and then people call in and guess the Oh, theme. well, that's an old... That's an old trick. That's an old radio A thousand bit. years ago. Right, God, exactly. what a nightmare. Now you bring me back you know, to my, my music jock days. Sure. I used to like... Well, you know, when I was like 12 or 13, that was my favorite thing. You can't go outside in Alabama if it's right. raining. Oh, you were trying to figure out the... <laughs> so I'd sit there and go, oh, it's new. How they're going to play the songs, and I'll get to guess what the theme. And you was. actually would try to th- guess so, the theme. I w- that, I, that was a favorite thing of mine to do. And yeah. then uh, when you had the live request call in lunch show, I would always try to call in as a, as a young teenager uh. and try to request the weird song that I knew the DJ would actually like and always play. But did so, you actually it, play your? Oh, I, I had a really high batting average. You no know, if I, if I had to look something up that I'd never heard of, yeah. I would go to the goddamn encyclopedia to try yeah. to find one just to work my way into the uh, well, noonday lunch. Rotation. Yeah, but requ- <laughs> requ- request hours are bullshit. You know, well, yeah. in general, I would. I had. I'm but telling it, you. But if you're saying that you got your songs on the radio, oh, congratulations. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a, it's WDNG in right. Alabama, so I'm, there's only 19. I'm, I'm people. trying to remember what the bit was. It's like, okay, listen to the next three songs and tell me yep. what they have in common. That's what it was. But they had some weird name for, for the actual, <laughs> okay, right. For the actual bit itself. Yes. You're right. They had a weird name for the My Noonday Request Live Show too, but I can't think of that one either. Yeah. Oh, I could give you some, but it was, I could give you some. I mean, <laughs> the famous up. one is Two for Tuesday. Uh, right. And of course, there's Get the Let Out. And of course, Mandatory Metallica. Then we did, uh, something called the Four Play Weekend where the fourth cut is always live. Ooh. <laughs> 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 did you come up with that? Was that your little spin on the four play? I officially did not come up with that, but I was at a radio station that came up with that. And then, like uh, any, I put good idea in quotes here, uh, it's it's stolen by a whole bunch of other stations. But I, I know for a fact that it started up in Rochester at uh, a station called WCMF. Brother Weeks. The four play weekend where the fourth track is always live, where Bro- the f- fourth cut is always live. Brother Weeks, that's Brother Weeks. Yeah, it? but he was the guy that got to talk. No, he, so, no, he, no, he didn't no. have to play the stupid music. Music. I, I was just a newcomer, so I had to play all the stupid music. What about on Labor Day, where they would play for three days the 100 greatest rock songs ever, counting yeah. down to number one? Where, yeah. Stairway, where Stairway, speaking of Zeppelin, where Stairway to Heaven was always number one. Yeah, Nothing but ever then, beat it out. But then we got the great idea to make Stairway to Heaven second. <laughs> you, and and then, you and you and who? You and, just at that radio. You, no, okay, I, uh, I wasn't making decisions. No, no, I'm just I saying you, the okay, station where I worked were. at. I don't care. Yeah. Take credit for oh, it. Oh, but trust me, I was the one that was pushing the Fine. button. No, be Bill Clinton. Take credit right. for everything on your watch. If you to be standing the second there. That's greatest, the, of the, the second greatest song of all time, and then it would Stairway to Heaven would start up, and then the phones would light up. What? What are you kidding me? <laughs> and then you'd make Freebird number one that year. Oh, <laughs> my least favorite scary. And song. then there'd be chatter all over town. Like, can you believe what they did? Oh my God! <laughs> Stairway to Heaven came in second this year. Yuck! Uh, I love it. That's funny. And then I was at a crossroads. I'm like, you know what? You're describing what I was doing between like fifth grade and ninth grade, basically, I, was listening to all that. I actually told myself to be nice today. You're, you're, oh, and then yeah. I was about to be mean. 
Can I be mean even though I said I was going to be nice? You were too mean to the fat girls yesterday. So <laughs> Which fat girls? <laughs> well, the, the, the model, the plus size Dude, I, we're getting tweets. How can you? <laughs> Are people on you? <laughs> well, I mean, here it is right here. Uh, Stratton604 on the Twitter. I just read this just before we pushed play on Blackberry Smoke doing uh, Rover. I don't know how you guys bash Ashley Graham. She is a smoke show. You guys are insane. She's got a beautiful face, but the body's huge. For you. All you're telling us is what you like. Yeah, of course. I'm not even saying don't like that. Okay. But I... Look at how big those panties are. Wow, come care. on, man. Uh, like I said yesterday, come I on. care less. <laughs> this makes no difference to me at all. I think it's wonderful that you got that message that somebody right. thinks, like, why not? Everybody. She's got a career. Who gives a shit? Hey, Ashley, I think your sweater is on the bedpost. <laughs> oh, never mind. It's your panties. <laughs> it's, it's your, your robe. Panties. It's your robe. I was <laughs> trying to think of Yeah, maybe the sweater isn't the best way to <laughs> phrase that joke. Yeah, she's got a gorgeous face. She's got the nice big boobs. But the... That ass is huge, man. For to you, yes. <laughs> you know, but, but there's a million people that might be going. Why can't oh you? my god, this is a dream come true for me. Right. I'm so happy. That, look, at, look at that. That's, I'm so that's glad. Just dumb. I'm so. That could be somebody though. To me, I'm, yeah. To you, <laughs> yeah. You make a very good point because I'm not saying if you're into it, you're into it. But I should be able to say no fucking way. If you don't like it, sure. I don't give a shit. Don't limit yourself. When it comes to women, why walk through the hole? Have a 19. I wish the buffet never ended. Just fucking walk through it. <laughs> Just try. Just keep walking through it. If you look at something and want to try it, do. If you don't, yeah. don't. I don't care. I mean, no. I mean, she's got. What if she said something really sexy and smart to you? Uh, you, you don't get on that. You're just more of a. I, I don't know. What if she said something sexy and smart? What if somebody that you look, looked at? What if somebody you thought about forever? Like that's not me. I would never do that. And then you spent thirty minutes talking to him, and you were single, and all of a sudden you went, "Oh my god, I never thought I'd do this." Right. But this, I think she got me when she told that well, fucking, would, or she said that, or blah blah blah. You know, I'd make sure we walked around the city after the sun <laughs> went down. I'd at least give it a try. And then if things start going well, maybe I'd, I'd start walking around as the sun's setting. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then you know. maybe, you know, a few years go by and, uh, yeah, I'll walk around in pure daylight with her. I'm I re- just fucking around because no, that's no. going to piss people off. I remember I took a, I had a girl that all my friends yelled at me for taking her to the all. I went to a ball game with her. I got her in the stands with all my crew. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're, and she's still there. I hung out. I went out with her for a long, long time and only stopped going out with her because it, it got nutty and weird. She was possessive. It had nothing to do. That she, had, that she had a big old and lovely ass. Okay. <laughs> you know? Right. But it was the first girl ever, and I was probably 20, 21. My friends were giving me shit about it for bringing her out in public. I'm like, fuck all of y'all. Yeah. You're goddamn stupid. She's smart and funny. Fuck you. Did I ever tell you, you know? Did I, did I ever tell you my big girl story? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> ah, there were, there were a few. The Opster, the Opster put up some numbers when back you go, in the day. One third person. So now, there were so. a few, and I didn't mind. In the end, I didn't mind, but I was uh, I, I was brought up very very strict. All right, kind of key to the story because then when I went to college, I was in Geneseo, very far from home, an eight hour ride, more or less seven eight hour ride. So I I was a lunatic as a freshman, especially drinking and partying my ass off because I finally had freedom. Sure. So I don't know what my mom thought she was doing by uh, being so strict at home. Because when it was time to, you know, let our let our wings out, everybody we, went we crazy. Flew. Sure. 
So I'm at the Rat Scaler. Remember those Rat sure. Scalers? Yes, they still exist on campuses today. And I got so hammered. I, I I was pretty much blind drunk. I was so fucked up. And I hooked up with this girl in front of everybody at the Rat Scaler. But everyone was hooking up. It was eight. You know, we're eighteen, and I'm making out with this girl, and I'm. I'm noticing people kind of all staring, and I'm like, "All right, yeah, look at me. I'm, 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 I'm happening, right?" And then they kept staring and staring, so I started getting like paranoid. I'm like, "What the hell's going on here? Why do they keep staring at me?" And then I swear to you, enough time went by where I was starting to sober up a little bit and realized as the night went on that the girl I was making out with, I couldn't, I couldn't put my <laughs> arms all the way around her. But at first, I, I, I thought I was. Making out with a supermodel, <laughs> but then that was my first thing. I'm like, wait a minute, Uh-oh. I can't even put my arms around sure. her as we're making out here. Yeah, you know, make a long story short, it was a very big girl. Well, you know, but it was it was it was lovely. My friend it was lovely at the my, time. My friend reminded me about five years ago leaving the comic strip, and we walked across the street to have one more cocktail at like two in the morning, and there were like a no kidding forty five of these women were in there, a bunch of them, really, and it was one of them's birthday, and they were it was like big girl birthday party, and there was <laughs> there was there was one regular girl that was like five six, one hundred and ten, fifteen pounds, right, and she was madder than shit because no one was talking. To her. Really? Everybody, every dude in the bar was chasing yeah. these women around. Right. And me and my buddy went over to the one regular girl and stood there and talked to her for 30 minutes. She's like, these fucking bitches. She was so <laughs> she was mad. mad. It was so funny. And we just stood in the corner and had a couple of cocktails with her and then went home. And, and now like, you're making uh, people mad by saying the regular girl was five, six hundred fifteen pounds. I don't pounds. know. Compared That's to not them. regular Compa- Vic Hanley. Comparatively speaking of to course. them. Of course. Compared to a room full of between 5'10 and 6'5. You know, yes. A big boy, uh, no, a big girl birthday party. Yes. Why were, were they all big? I don't know. We we were too scared to ask them. Or we were afraid they'd get mad at us or would think it was rude. So right. we just listened to the one that didn't look like the other, Sesame right. Street. You was, know. It, was it like a chubby chaser club or I, something? My, we, we we considered that. We asked the bartender. But yeah. we literally, one of the guys with us started making out with one of them. So then we just switched over to laughing at him. Really? You know, oh, that's but, funny. Because he was dealing with what you were dealing with just yeah. now in your story, which is what reminded me of this story. Oh, yeah, yeah. He could not. He was trying to <laughs> hug her and make out with her. But I remember he could not get it I remember the moment I'm like, wait a minute, because now I'm starting to realize some things. I'm like, oh, shit. You know. So that's that. (laughs) Uh, Ain't left much of me is a great one from Blackberry Smoke. Okay. Uh, Opie is thinking of my three songs. Ooh, that's, that's Did it call it my play. three songs? No, but that's, oh, that's so that's What a really horrible bad. name. No. <laughs> oh, my God, Scott. What a horrible name for that bit. <laughs> we didn't call it my three songs. Hey, yo. What's up, man? Hey, good show. Uh, yeah, down here in Virginia, I think they call it my three songs. Oh, God. As my three sons, you know? Yeah. Still? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Hey, hey, Vic. Vic, you ever listen to uh, Skinner's uh, Muscle Shoals album? Ooh, I don't. Uh, which one is that? Is it called that, the Muscle Shoals album? The complete uh, Muscle Shoals letter Skinner. Ooh, no, I, I'm not familiar. Again, I'm not a wow. big. I like Skinner, but I'm more of an Almond Brothers. And yeah, I like Marshall Tucker as much as I like Skinner. What, what about Give Me Back My Bullets? Sure. Saturday Night Special is a gun control song by a hillbilly band. That's the greatest goddamn thing in the world. It is a great song, too. The Muscle Shoals uh, documentary was terrific. I didn't know yeah. there was a Leonard Skinner I didn't know Muscle either Shoals that. Thank record. you, Mr. Virginia Man. What makes it so yeah, special, sir? 
Um, they got an original version of uh, Simple Man, which is Ooh, that's a good one. That's a, another great song. Yeah. All right. And uh, a good song on there is One More Time, original version. It's a great, great tune. Damn it. Now you, gotta, you can, I can go out playing that or something. I got to check Scroll that down out there, now. Paul. Let me read, because I thought I saw somewhere in there. Is there a Dylan cover on there, or did I read that too wrong? Uh, it looked like Serve Somebody was on there, but I'm, I'm wrong. I was looking at something else. Uh, okay. There's a lot of songs in this thing. Thanks, Scott. I'm going to check that out. And now, you, I, I, and now I want to play Simple show, Man. Uh, thank you, buddy. Have you seen the Mountain Men, that show? No. Oh, that Simple Man is the theme song, I oh, think, really? is what it opens with. Yeah, these these dudes are all over here. One's in Alaska, one's in North Carolina, one's in Maine, one's in Montana. And it's just these dudes that live out there off the land and do all these crazy jobs. It's a, it's and, a Discovery Channel, I and think. And what, they just check on each each guy? Yeah, yeah, you just around rotate around and find out what. Tom's doing this this week. Eustace has a load of wood to bring in. Oh, my God. I love it. The one dude that's in Montana, that yeah. guy, Rich, he yeah. goes, he, he, you, you call him when you have like mountain lions on your property and you need them killed. You call him. And Rich will take care and of it. He comes in with his team of dogs and, and clean and kicks ass. These guys look like they're really old though. No, I know. That's what's amazing. They're, they're, they're doing more than you and I have ever dreamed of and they're 30 years older than we are. Wow. If not older. No. Uh, what we about, could not carry their lunch on our best day ever. What about Charlie? What's Charlie about? Charlie's the dude that's in Maine, I think, and he might be the one that's trying to do this. He's like the new guy that fucks up all the time. One of them constantly, from the beginning of the show, one of them constantly, it's a good thing the camera crew's there, and he's got his buddy down the road who is a real this, because he is the newcomer to this. Are they uh, way out in the wilderness? He's in the north woods of Maine, yeah. But I mean, is there Yes, absolutely. Houses around them at all? No. Okay. Like, like, Well, the Marty guy goes to Alaska, where he's in the middle of goddamn nowhere all by himself, except for, of course, the camera crew. Now, the Tom guy lives in Montana, I think, and then the Charlie guy's in Maine. Eustace is in North Carolina in the Smokies somewhere. He might be the closest to civilization. Good old Eustace. Eustace, which is just a wonderful name. I used to How watch... How you not watch a show just for that reason? I used to watch the, the Alaska show about trying to find a, a, a property. Sure. Oh! That one was Buying really Alaska. good. Buying Alaska. Is it called Buying Alaska? It might be. It and might. the same shit, when they have a marathon and it's a lazy Sunday, you're good. You're like, uh, well, that's, I, was, I can sit around and watch this all day. I was going to tell you, I got suckered in last week to this goddamn Oak Island thing. What the hell is Oak Island? Treasure hunting on this island in Maine, and there's this legend that, uh, you know, civil, not civil, revolutionary war gold is buried there, right. and there's booby traps, and they're four years, four seasons, which doesn't mean four years. They're still trying to find it. The, the, the new season debuted last night. Right. You know, because Are they any closer to getting the treasure? I, I feel like I'm watching Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> Open up for, a vault for in Chicago? five fucking years, I swear to God. And yet I'm captivated. Right. Last night, I, yesterday I had something to do and I was about to go to dinner and they were there was a preview show of the new season debuted last night. Okay. And, and I had to sit back down. I'm like, God damn it, I'm hooked on this. Like, like I thought of you in the roll-offs. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fucking hooked don't on this Don't get me started now. with the roll-offs. No, I, don't, don't I think there's a new season coming out. This lured me in and yeah. it's and I feel, I'm a Ashamed. I feel like I'm looking for the giant squid and cross between uh, Geraldo and we're never going to see shit or dig up shit and it's not going to happen. Yeah, how does a show like that end? I mean, they got you they would gotta, know by now because it's already filmed. So but they got to find the treasure. If they, right. If and, they if found, you're, and if you've committed four years, you're not going to stop just because. Uh, <laughs> what, what channel are they on? Discovery. Oh, Discovery says you know what? We're done with all. <laughs> no, Oak they Island. live there. They own the whole damn. Island. So they're going to continue doing it. They've already bought it up. They've lured people in. They're not, yeah. This isn't going away till they. Is uh, it a scam? Do they like charge? people to go on no. the ground to try to find no, the sure, treasure? No, no, hell no. no That's no. what I would do. <laughs>
That's what I would do. Charge people to come to Oak Island to try to find to the help treasure. You do it. So, and then if you do find it, look, I'll give you fifty percent, sure, no problem. Well, but, you, you know. but I'm 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 charging you though. These to fuckers, get to the are pro- they're professionals. There's there's too many. They've got too many engineers and mathematicians involved. They're not going to let just any Yahoo with a metal detector wander uh, I mean, around. Can't on they their just shit. get some kind of uh, radar? I don't know. Uh, what, 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 the, what are they using? I was going to say radar. Everything. That's stupid. They're using everything. They're, Sonar. Everything you can uh, imagine possibly. Else? Giant metal detectors. They're they're boring holes in the earth that, that a man could slide down into, like the Chilean miner shaft. Right. They're trying to get one of those. Are they working but, off a map or anything? So, all maps, stories, legends. They so might why is well the be map looking, wrong? Like, it's, it's all wrong. It's, they'll, they, they've got every square inch of the island covered right. and mapped out, and they know where everything is. Right. They just don't know where the fictitious treasure is. And how big is the island? It's uh, uh, 26, 24 square miles. I don't know. Something Fuck, like. I think you might have just turned me on to a show. They, they, it's like 26 four-acre plots, but, I believe. So whatever that would, whatever the math is on that. But it's I, a dumb show because... I, I feel like I'm telling you, it's Geraldo. You I'm, it, I'm mad at myself for getting lured into this. I'll tell you why it's a dumb show. They're in uh, the fourth season? Yeah. I can't watch the first season. I watched it all like within two, off and no, on between two and three days. No, but why would you watch days? the first season? Because no. if they're up to the fourth season, that means you know the first season ends. It's a bust. Well, the first thing I did when it started was click on the date of when the original one I was watching aired. Okay, and I'm like, oh shit, this one is uh, 2013 or four, oh, 14. It was 2014, and I'm like, well, this fucking thing's been going on for two years. Did you? Not, did you? They're not going to find anything. Did you Google Oak Island? And so, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And then and, I just, and, and you're like, all right, there's no news stories about finding the treasure, so I, I'm still good. And then I completely forgot about it and then about a week ago again bad weather or something weird and they're running a marathon of it and, and like you said earlier i was stuck do you remember sudden. the bigfoot show no no finding me i know it was called uh bigfoot. dean kane was the host Ooh. and he came in here no and i blew up his spot because <laughs> i'm like I, I go i love bigfoot mr kane who doesn't love uh, a nice Bigfoot story? And the whole show was, uh, I guess, they were getting teams to try to find yes. Bigfoot. And then there was a huge prize if you found Bigfoot, and he was the host. And I looked him right in the eye. I don't know exactly how how he said it on the radio. But this is how I remember it. And I basically said, uh, you, you guys didn't find Bigfoot. He goes, what do you mean? You got you to gotta tune in and wait. I go, because it would have been all over oh, the news. Yeah, you'd be right. I mean, that's what right. Exactly. Same thing. There's, there's, there's hunting Hitler just popped up. You know about hunting Hitler? It's no. another one. It's yet oh, another really? one. They believe Hitler escaped yeah. and made his way to South America somewhere. Well, he would be and, uh, more than dead by now you know, if he escaped. Or would he? How old would he be? I don't know. He'd be over 100 at this point, right? Well, you know. But Dean Cain gave me a look that Uh, day. (laughs) You son of a bitch. I always like it when the comics would do the reality shows and do that. Yeah. And they tell them to be quiet. And the cool comics would come right off and go, uh, no, I'm going to lose. And it's going to happen in week three. Yeah. And then the other, the idiot comedians would go, oh, no, they can't. We stay told us we can't say. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's not whatever. Do when, when do they kick you off the dumb reality right. show? You say whatever. What do you think I'm going to gives a fuck. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gives a fuck. Oh, I can't say That's that. That's the first thing I'm saying. I signed something. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you? Okay, whatever. right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Led Zeppelin sucks donkey dick. Really? From Casey in Pennsylvania. Well, you know. Phones are lit. Uh, hey. Casey, go ahead. Why does Led Zeppelin <laughs> suck donkey dick? Explain to me why they don't. They're, they're as bad as the Grateful Dead, Tom Petty, 
Uh, I like the Grateful Dead. I like some Tom Petty. I love Tom Petty. Uh, I like some of the deeper tracks of Zeppelin. I think I think Rock Radio didn't do Zeppelin justice because there were so many songs that they just blew off so they could play rock and roll over and over again and uh, Stairway. You know, you know, who, you know who sounds better than Led Zeppelin? Huh? Warren Haynes backing up Patrice O'Neill. <laughs> is there is that a real thing? Oh or did my you God! Just make it that is. Up? is it How a real thing? Dare you laugh? Nick. I did not know that. This no, guy I'm is laughing just... at the absurdity. I thought he just put two weird things together that I'd never heard of. I thought he was making a joke. This, no. this guy is a, a hardcore listener. This is a good track. Yes, I am. And, and it was pretty so much, yeah. when when you guys had Warren Haynes in there, just him, not not Patrice, right. I watched that video. I, I'm dedicated to OB Radio on YouTube. It's great. It's fantastic. I love it. Oh, thank you, buddy. But, yeah. But oh, it, there's a butt. Fuck. No, 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 no. There's no I mean, butt I love fucking. butts, but I hate that type of butt. There's no butt fucking. It, listen, Warren Haynes is amazing. With yeah. Patrice, it's amazing. Led Zeppelin can't hold a candle to that. <laughs> it's the impromptu... For the moment, thing is amazing. Right. Led Zeppelin is overrated. I I don't get them like Bob Dylan and the Grateful Dead and all. I don't get it. I don't understand it, and nobody's been able to explain to me why they're so great. It's just because it's, they're the pioneers of what we call heavy metal, sir. Well, but then a lot of people get pissed off because they ripped off a lot of the blues. Yeah, guys. I know. Well, that's what Dixon they did. They took all the fucking no, they took the blues and hardened it up and electrified right. it, and you get heavy metal. But what people forget that was like common back then. Sure, so many bands did that, and it was it was and it was accepted. Maybe, maybe not by Willie Dixon's family or whatever, but the music industry no. in general, they it was. Accepted by uh, everybody. Well, the Yardbirds and John Mayall and all Stones those guys. Did. Sure. Stones did a little of that fuck, action. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. I, I mean, it's taste. What can I tell absolutely. you? I'm not going to argue. Oh, no, I love. This is what the beauty of music is. And my, okay. one reason why I love Zeppelin, I can tell you this much, is because one of the first bands I discovered when I was, you know, growing up. Somebody turned me on to Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, and uh, Jethro Tull were pretty much my three. Not wrong with any of First uh, rock bands. Yeah. Yeah. My sister was into the pop. She was into Three uh, Three Dog Night and uh, oh, God. I, I love Three Dog and uh, the Beatles, I love Three Dog but Poppy Beatles. She wasn't even into the Trippy Beatles. Of course, uh, she was into like AM radio right. and those hit songs. And I was like, eh, this is all right." But I like too much of everything because I was trapped in a room in Oxford, Alabama. Yes. <laughs> can, can we go to break with that? Patrice <laughs> and Warren Haynes. Oh no, I'm going to play it in show right now because uh, oh, I've never heard do. it. And I'll hang up. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Oh, you got you guys are fantastic. Don't Thank change a thing. Thank you, Casey. This I is real. He's rich. Patrice is really going to yeah, sing well, for real. And the only reason, I mean, it? people that have been with me for a long time on what what version of the show, whatever. Uh, yeah, they know this, but I okay, mean, because you don't know this, right. I got to tell you now. Sure, this was. Eric has to help me with this, but it might have been Patrice O'Neill's last appearance on our show, or very close <sighs> to his last appearance on our show. Oh. Do you know for a fact that this was the last time? Um, I don't. Remember if that is exactly the last time. Your description says it was one of his last. Yeah, yeah it, it, was it was one of his last. To it, yeah. Well, the, I wrote the, the how did this I wrote come the up? description because I wasn't sure, but somebody someone out there would know for sure. What well, Patrice wasn't coming around as much. Okay, and he wasn't really telling anyone what was going on with him. And I and he came in this day. It was May of 2011. Warren Haynes was in. 
And Warren Haynes like just fell in love with Patrice. I don't think they ever met, but they, he just like everyone else. They, they all everyone fell in love with Patrice. You were scared shitless of the man. Ah, he's fine. You didn't he, fall in love with no, Patrice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. if you, you, yeah, I was never afraid of him. I thought he was just perfectly oh, first wonderful. few times I saw Patrice, I was I was no, deathly scared. I was of just him. giggling and wanted to sit in his lap. Right. <laughs> but the first time he points and gives that laugh, that's what I mean. Everything changes. Yeah. So Warren Haynes was in here. He was performing a couple songs off a. Uh, uh, you know, a new record, whatever, and then we, you know, somehow another this somehow, comes up, Howling Wolf comes up. I don't remember exactly, but I think Patrice might have even said, "Hey, man, I'll sing one." And so they picked this Howling Wolf song. And Patrice just we we got the lyrics on the the screen, and Patrice did it cold. Oh man, we're both guilty of putting the G on Howling Wolf right there. <laughs> but, Howling but, Wolf, right? So, but yes, Howling Wolf. Sure, and it's a great song called "Going uh, Going, going Down, Down Slow,", slow. and uh, which is so weird. This came up today because yesterday. Maybe too much music talk. No, whatever. Uh, whatever. I, I was listening to Dwayne Allman doing "Going Down Slow." Nice, because I was in a YouTube loop. There you go. Because I, I played Blue Sky on the on the show, and so I don't know. Whatever. I listened to a million Allman Brothers Dwayne Allman songs yesterday. So here you go. It's Warren Haynes and Patrice singing this cold. I got to say that again. Howlin' Wolf, "Going Down Slow." It's gonna be Patrice O'Neill, Warren Haynes. Man, this is all spoken. Man. You know I've been enjoying things that kings and queens will never have. In fact, kings and queens can never get I'm <laughs> 
goddamn. Fuck, man. Jesus Christ. That's goddamn outstanding. Yeah. I'm bummed. That may be one of the greatest things you've ever been a part of. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty amazing. And you're old. That's fucking outstanding. (laughs) That's fucking really good, man. I'm kind of bummed now. Whatever. Five five months later, he was gone. It's making me grin like shit. That's perfect. I know that, but it still makes me happier than that. Yeah. And then, I mean, wow, that song he sang? And and knowing five months later, he's gone? That's crazy, man. Dane Cook would text me. He goes, oh... Dane Cook always calls me out. He can't, he can't bring it upon himself to call right. me Opie, which I, I don't blame him. It's a stupid kid's uh, name. He goes, "Oh, I'm sitting here watching that video again." He, he would, uh, he oh, would just man. go okay. to that video right. and, and watch it because you know those guys were very close sure. when, from their Boston days. But uh-huh. isn't that great? And Warren Haynes is just in the background playing, play and exactly, and Patrice just nailed it for the most part, right? Every comic wants to sing, and every singer wants to be funny, right? So there you have it. There's the story of Warren Haynes That's and Patricia Neal doing good, going buddy. down slow That's by serious. howling. Right. Wolf. What should I call you, Darlene? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll just do the I'll do the satchel page and give you a girl's name. Nice. <laughs> you could call me G H like Kenny does. I love that one. I actually do like. I don't that mind G H. Maybe I'll you know? uh, maybe I'll change my name to G H. I'm gonna go with Darlene. It's G H in the afternoon. Maybe maybe in honor of the Charlie Daniels man, I'll call you Trudy. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tony in Canada. What do you got, buddy? Hey, Oak. Uh, great show, buddy. Thanks, Tony. Uh, just calling to talk about the Oak Island uh, stuff that Vic was talking about there, but I don't know if anybody gives a fuck anymore because uh, I've been on hold for such a long time. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, there's so many people calling. <laughs> can, can you tell us oh, if man, they get found your, get anything? Get your fucking priorities straight. Get your priorities straight. Uh, me, and, uh, me and Vic are babbling, and then I'm hitting a phone call. That's what <laughs> we're kind of doing right now. So, no, loving the loving the new show, man. It's great. Three o'clock is or three, yeah, three four o'clock down here. The timing's great. It's fantastic. All right, cool. The conversations, uh, you know, feels more like it's for the audience as opposed to just a back and forth between you guys. So it's fantastic. Great. What do you got anyway, on Oak Island? Well, it's just uh, I know Vic was talking about. Uh, I'm hoped on the show. I, I just uh, I'm, I'm fired up. I was coming on again Sunday and. Uh, I just uh, these, these two guys, Marty and Rick, uh, the, the, the brothers there, they're actually from Michigan. They're a couple of Yanks that uh, come down to Canada to get all their fucking goods. <laughs> uh, that is true, yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I was going to throw that in, yes. That's great. Yeah, it, it, this whole shit show started uh, back in late, uh, like, 1790 or something like that. Some kids on the island found, found a hole with some shit in it. Anyway, since then, it's been off and on with different people. There's a lot of money got into it. There's probably six or seven. I think maybe six people have died trying to get down to, you know, find this treasure. And uh, uh, the boys have actually found some artifacts. Like, they, they this swamp that's of some interest that they think is a man-made swamp, they found a, a, a Spanish coin, a, a, a piece of eight, uh, which uh, dates back to uh, 1700s. And... Uh, you know, there's there's evidence that there's something there. They've had these really extreme divers go down in this uh, in this tube that's just barely big enough to fit a diver I'm, down in with a tank on. And I'm raising my hand, sir. I got to say something. So, what was found in the swamp? A Spanish oh, coin or something? That coin right there. Yes. All yeah, right. a piece of eight. I think it's called a piece of eight. I don't know. A Vic piece of eight. Know a lot of shit, so he might know what it is. My but, uh, my thought is these guys want a few more seasons of Oak Island, and next thing you know, they're, they're sprinkling some, <laughs> sprinkling some pieces of eight in the swamp. Hey, look at I found. Uh, they, <laughs> look at I found. Look, they, got, they got millions. These two brothers. I don't know whether they're getting their money if they're dealers or not, but they got 
millions and millions of dollars tied up into this project. They, like I said, they've been at it for eight years, so they're really hoping to find something, you know, worth a. Uh, Worthwhile, so I don't know. It, it, it's a really cool thing you should get into. Watch the back episodes too. It's, uh, All right, I'm gonna do that. They were kids. And, they were kids, and uh, one of the brothers read an article in Reader's Digest in yeah. like 19, yeah. si- 1965. Just a little short yeah. story, like the mystery of Oak Island, and it just he was like twelve or thirteen, and he's just been obsessed about it ever since. Wow. He's the brother. Uh, he's one of the two brothers with the uh, the, so, the mustache, the, the beard. All right, so. I got one more question. Did we lose Tony? Uh, maybe you know. No, no, okay. either, either you or Vic. So in 1790, some kids found some stuff. Yep. Was it worth a lot of money? I don't know. Not, I don't know what they found. I, that's when, again, I didn't watch okay. all of them. So right. that's from right at the beginning. So, so some activity there, right? Okay. So from 1790 until uh, current time here, now whatever, 2016, have they found other stuff here and there over the years? Not. Yeah, well, they, they've had video evidence down in, the, in this thing called, a, I think it's called a money pit. There's a... It's full of water, and it's, it's really tough to get into. And there's an old guy on the show that uh, he spent his whole life as a like a young father. I mean, he spent his whole life digging there. He's he must be 85 or whatever now. He's still on the show. He he helps with information with the with these Lagana brothers. Yeah, yeah. And, he's in uh, like his 50th year doing this or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a shit ton of money got into this, and. The interesting part about it was was that the Nova Scotia government, I'm about four hours' drive from Oak Island, the Nova Scotia government uh, really didn't have any interest in it other than a tourist attraction type of thing. And then when when, uh, some of this information surfaced about the the piece of eight coin that they found, the Nova Scotia government put some sort of injunction and said, hey, hey, whoa, wait a minute, if you guys actually find anything, we want to get our cut. Right. And uh, make sure you know. So, like governments do, they try to they try to suck everything out of you, right? So, all right. I, I, but anyway, that's uh, that's all the useless shit that I have. For <laughs> that's an alternate name, uh, alternate name for this show. It's it's my favorite thing to do on a radio show. <laughs> useless just, shit. Just that talk I about useless shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. On. Okay. All right, boys. You have a you have a good day. I'm going to just continue listening. And uh, like I said. Fantastic program. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate they, it. They found coconut. All right, buddy. They found pieces like the outside of a coconut. Yeah. You know, the coconut hair or whatever you call it. And there's not a coconut within 10,000 miles of this. What and is so, that about? That's the same thing. They keep, they'll find pieces. They carbon date stuff and they find various things. And, uh, you know, but it doesn't belong there. So they can, they found, they found a lot of stuff that's yeah. a few hundred years old that does not belong there. But that's so far, that's all they've come up with. Well, I'm suspicious. I think it's someone sprinkling, it. sprinkling some shit around. That's how the guy won the fishing contest. Yeah, they, he just went to the grocery store and bought a they see the ratings dipping. They see the ratings <laughs> dipping a little bit, and they got a meeting in New York. And whether they're going to have another season, well, and then they're hey, like, "All right, you know, sprinkle some shit around." I, you know, I told you from the beginning, the cynic in me hates that I was even wasted any hours on this because it's Al Capone's fault all over right. again. And I know I'm stupid, but it was just hilariously well done. It very, uh, yeah, but it sounds like it's a it's a cool show. It's just the well, they just keep you on the hook forever. Right. So, yeah, Eric, no. what do you got? I see you're reaching for the microphone. I was just listening about this. I didn't know anything about it. So, Oh, okay. I, I thought you wanted in. No, all I kept thinking was when they said about the coconuts was that scene from Holy Grail where they were trying to say how the, how did the coconuts get in this temperate climate and they were trying to say a swallow and then they went into the whole discussion that a bird couldn't lift the coconut. 
I, don't, I, don't, I know Life I, of Ryan better than I do Holy Grail, but I'm a huge yes. Good Lord. I don't remember that, uh, to be completely honest with you. I'm sorry. Well, find, find Monty Python if we were going to go. We're sticking with rock radio. Find, if you can find Eric Idle or Monty Python doing Rock Report. I don't know if you've ever yes. heard this. Or <laughs> dead dead monkeys broke up <laughs> yeah. today. Yes. They reunited somebody in the wedding ambulance. <laughs> There's just a whole bunch of funny shit. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, this guy wants to go all the way back to Buffalo. Let's say hi to Dean in Buffalo. Go ahead, Dean. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm all right, man. Hi, Vic. Oh, do you remember when you were PD at the Fox? I was 103.3? God, I wasn't a PD. Well, I worked at 103.3, the Fox, which was uh, my third home of rock and roll radio station <laughs> that I worked at. <laughs> do you remember the promotion that you came up with? Which one? For three? Oh, no. What was his trio thing called? Menage a Trois Weekend. <laughs> Ooh. I did do Ooh. that. I did do that. Oh, God. Shut up, Vic. <laughs> Shut up, Vic. Ouch. Ooh, that's. Why, I wish Voss was Bring here. in some of your early years of comedy. No, no that's why I don't record anything. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I don't need to be See, there it is. There's the bumper shooting. sticker. 103.3 The Fox. Buffalo's home of rock and roll. Menage a Trois Weekend. Well, what are you so do? all week long, all, better, week, all weekend long, it was trios. Yeah, I mean, uh, you either just call it Menage a Trois weekend or or a block party weekend. I do remember that, Dean. I forgot all about. How that. old were you when you came out? Like twenty five. I, I was right out of college. <laughs> okay, right. So, and, uh, but I, t- I squeezed out an extra year in college. So you're, you're you might be close to the. the right I was age. also I was late with school. Twenty four, twenty five. Sure, yeah. Thanks, Dean. I appreciate you bringing that up today. <laughs> Menage a Trois. Please call him with other shitty <laughs> no. things. He said down through the years, people. (laughs) Take it easy, boys. Thanks, man. Go Buffalo. Go, go, Buffalo. They're my number one team right now. I always thought that was the coolest thing almost in any stadium when they would put that Flintstone scene up there on the screen. Oh, right, right. Absolutely, because who else can do that? Nobody. It's there. It was goddamn amazing. You want to take another call? Sure. By the way, you made me laugh like the first minute or two into the show, and I'm fighting off hiccups. Right. The entire fucking time. I should just get the hiccups at this point. Okay. Uh, All right. Let me say hi to Chris in Houston. Chris, go ahead. Hey guys, man, I just want to tell you the show is amazing now. And so I really like the old show. Like, I was a big fan of Howard Stern. And yeah. then once I listened to you guys' show one time, I never went back. Like, right. I, I, I thought I liked it more than I actually did. And I, I really, I really love your show. And man, since you've gotten rid of Jim, it is just way better. Like all the weird stuff, all the weird stuff. I love Jim Norton. Jim Norton's fucking funny. Wait, 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 wait! I love Jim. I love Jim. I love fucking Norton. I don't give a shit. I went to Jim. I went to Jim's show when he was in Houston, so I am a fan of his. But I didn't like the way he was constantly getting the show off topic. And man, now he's doing the same. Sam and Sam right. well, just can't shut him up. All right. <laughs> I don't know if anybody. Really I, I, right. I don't I, think anybody's I'll, ever I'll, been on topic. Right. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'll say this much. I'm having a very good time with this new show, even though even though I might pitch here and there. Dude, I can, I'm, I'm uh, enjoying I can hear it in your voice. Just, just stop, stop stop taking it out on the staff. Let me just speak for everybody <laughs> here. No, I'm not 
fucking if you were really I'm not fucking going to allow get that. your boot you here. Hear, you hear I got an icy mountain from Lewis last night. You got your, your Eric is getting a goddamn bruise on his neck oh, from your boot heel. Stop. Look at this weight gain from stress. Sometimes you're the boss, you got to put your foot in their ass, right? I hated being the boss, and that was one of the biggest problems over the years that I was looked at as a fucking boss. Because you are the boss. Dude, I hate it, man. I it'll hate be, it. I just want to be a special part of the team, chapter in my you'll book. Never be, you'll never be part of the team when you're the boss, man. You'll always oh, be looking shit. at the boss. No matter what you do for them, no matter how you break your neck for them, no you'll never be looked at as one of them. Shit. You'll always just be a fucking boss. No and that's the worst shit. part about it, man. They don't appreciate God, I love this guy. I mean, not everything you said. They don't it's a little awkward. You know, but... <laughs> Yes, tell yeah, sorry, him, man. man. I just, I just wanted to be honest with that whole thing. All I mean, right. all right. I, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I had the knowledge, and, and so I was looked at as the boss. And, and, and you someone know. wants a job. <laughs> Chris, you want a job? There's an opening. I'm yeah. going out of town uh, seven of the next. Don't eight make weeks. me. Don't make me read Lewis's fucking email to prove how great I am. Lewis, who? <laughs> Chris, hey, you can hey, hey. I got, I got one more tough Lewis, question Lewis, for you. Lewis was like, "Fuck that!" Whoever said you're treating uh, the staff shitty? That's complete and utter bullshit. And then he wrote me a really nice wow. email. Well, get him don't in make here. me read that fucking email. I think every time I'm telling him, every time Lewis comes into the room, you ought to start playing the Brothers Johnson, get the funk out of my face, because yeah. his name is Lewis Johnson. Yeah. All right. <laughs> just to be extra hacky. Just to be Nobody sick. likes the guy that can say no and that uh, has to shut, shut down stay, the phone, He's sticking you know? with it. Thank you, thank you Chris. I'll, I'll Kevin just, Brennan? I'm having fun doing this show. I really am, even though there's been some bitching along the way. All right. I got to go. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Take care, brother. All right. Kevin Brennan, what's going on, man? We're about to take a break. That's why I come in this time. I know. Perfect timing, and he just—he's got a lot of just stuff. putting his stuff on driver's licenses out. <laughs> Let me plug, and then we'll go to a break. You, you didn't do you, anything to deserve uh, a plug. But he's then Kevin again, Brennan. Get, he's but then again, Kevin, you don't get paid. He's so Kevin you should, Brennan. You get MLC Podcast Live. See, we have a YouTube channel, MLC Podcast Live. Misery loves company. Who are you uh, doing it with these days? I'll talk about that after the break. But, um, <laughs> Back. How does he smoke so much pot and also is MMA like and and work out like don't doesn't pot it doesn't make sorry listen to the podcast now so she's like Joe Rogan what's his deal like he he's all like bulked up but he's and then I watched the beginning of his Netflix thing and he says I'm super high but like who who goes who who gets prepared for an hour special by getting super high isn't it kind of uh, maybe it's a 1970 something documentary about weightlifting and bodybuilding and all that stuff Schwarzenegger and them were smoking weed just did 300 curls right so you're relaxed like and then it doesn't focus, hurt focus. Kevin we don't watch you on pot <laughs> and like I couldn't do was that funny like I'd be so paranoid no I'm the same way I, I got lured into it once about 30 something years ago and I literally told everyone I felt like the audience was five inches from my face yeah because you're we know you're high. We know you're high. Yeah. We know you're high. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. I couldn't stand it. But you're missing the obvious there, Kevin Brennan. It's his thing. It works for him. Sure. Right. Uh, Doug Benson, man. Right. I, I did Doug Loves Movies. I, I've never yeah, seen Yeah, but Doug don't work out. He's a, he's a, he's a fucking slack. <laughs> a legend. Right. I, Franklin, he, Ron White asked Franklin Jai once, because he was one of the, he was a legend, and, and Ron saw and he was still getting a couple of hits in, and Ron said, how close do you cut it when you before you walk out? And 
Franklin Jai goes, as long as I don't, in my first sentence, exhale and blow smoke in their face. That's I'm good. okay with me. All right. Plus, don't you get thirsty from, from uh, well, they you get cotton mouth? You can from, get water uh, on a stool, Brennan. I think you're yeah, familiar but still with that it's in like, comedy. I mean, he came out, he's like, I'm so high. I'm like, well, so why you I, it wasn't it? against your will. No, like, you, you decided to get high. It's like eating a big sandwich and then, and then go be like, I'm so full. Like, you didn't have to eat the fucking sandwich when you came out. <laughs> I don't want to get in a fight with Joe Rogan. <laughs> you're gonna. I'd rather no. get in a fight with the I, other guy with the fucking uh, super high me. What's his name? Doug, Doug Benson. Because I could take him in a fight. I think, <laughs> I think Joe Rogan could beat up. He's really smoking a lot of pot before he goes and works out, but he probably has a little pot after his workout, right? To chill I don't out. Know. I don't well, know. he's I saying that, I, that almost makes sense where you go in, you smoke pot, then you just go and relax, and you're not yeah, so... Yeah, maybe not, good for you. Plus, plus he's very used to uh, being high. Yeah, you got to get used to it. Like he's, very, he's very used to that shit. Uh, John Lennon, we we played that song. Is and, he here? And uh, <laughs> no, but there's. You said it like he just walked in. John Lennon's a, here. A, there's a letter oh, going. You got to learn how to say. You got to learn how to do this radio thing. <laughs> there's, there's a there's a letter that's being uh, auctioned off where they're saying twenty twenty five thousand dollars. But he trashes. I'm gonna uh, buy it and give it to Lenny. <laughs> you don't have 25 grand. Uh, John idea. Lennon pens angry letter to Paul McCartney. Here About what? Back then there was no email, so he had to write a letter. He typed it out, I believe. Yeah. Oh, it's unsigned. That's why I'm looking at this thing going twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars. Obviously, that's a lot of money, but not for something like uh, like a, a letter written by John Lennon. I was wondering why the price was so low. Yeah. It's because he didn't sign it. The unsigned note, which is currently up for sale, was typed by Lennon in 19 Beatles, uh, from the Beatle alongside a number of frosty insults, such as, get off your high horse, and who do you think we slash you are? Expected to get uh, at least 20000 was written in response to a letter sent by McCartney's then-wife, Linda, which left Lennon wondering what middle-aged cranky Beatle fan wrote it. You really think the press are beneath me? You? Do you think that? Adds the note from Lennon, which was written on behalf of the Beatle and his wife, Yoko Ono, using the phrase, from us too. Yeah, troublemaker. And the, the troublemaker, indeed. The yeah, seven- once they both got mad, once they both got a girlfriend, it was done. Well, a lot of a lot girlfriends of, ruin everything. Well, Lennon I mean, was married before McCartney ever met <laughs> Lennon McCartney. So huh? Lennon was married to Cynthia. Uh, yeah, before. but they got divorced immediately. Uh, not really immediately. Yeah, but it would. He was. He was. As soon as the band took off, she was done. <laughs> okay, and he was banging so a year, many. A year or two in, I believe. No, he was maybe. too. And he was I believe. Banging, like, you think he's going to be devoted to sin in London when I, he could fuck uh, any woman in in any city and any any place I, he was I at? I believe they gave it a shot in the first two years. Uh, they they. Told John, yeah. they believe you're yeah, single, they right? That. Yeah, absolutely. They tried the that. Fake. That kind yep. of pissed her off. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Who said that? The, his management? All said? of them. Yeah, yeah they, because they, had they a, were like, yeah. they, they were. They you kept know. it on the lowdown. Oh no, yeah, it makes sense because you want the women thinking they have a shot at him, right. just right. like you do. Uh. And lo and behold, it was some <laughs> little Asian girl. Let me read some, uh, so for laid on Yoko and me since we've been together. It might have sometimes been a bit more subtle or should I say middle class, but not often. We both rose above it quite a few times and forgave you too. So it's the least you could do for us, you noble people. Linda, if you don't care what I say, shut up. And, but he didn't put John Lennon at the end? 
No, unfortunately not. That's why it's only going for like twenty. No, I mean, he didn't have to sign it. Sorry, buddy. Is that his address? Did he have something called Bag Productions Inc.? You could look it up in in, tit, in Tittenhurst Park. Look at the logo. I, I think they. Uh, I think it was verified. Oh, Tim and Yoko kissing in the logo. Okay, yeah, sorry, yeah. I didn't see that there, Paul. It's, it's been verified. This letter. I guess it's been out there for a long time. Uh, Lennon, who uh, okay, Lennon, who unofficially left the band before McCartney's dramatic exit on April tenth, nineteen seventy, goes on to explain that he had only been persuaded to remain silent about his departure because McCartney and Beatles manager Alan Klein convinced him to keep quiet about it for business reasons about not telling anyone that I left the Beatles. Paul and Klein both spent the day persuading me it was better not to say anything. It's Lennon, McCartney. <laughs> he's calling him a girl. He's talking to Linda and Paul. Okay, right, so. Elsewhere, the instant karma songwriter admits to squirming at the thought of collecting an MBE from the Queen, which he returned in November 1969 and being ashamed of some stunts the Fab Four performed to be having a problem controlling his ego because of his vast success, writing, Do you really think most of today's art came about because of the Beatles? I don't believe you're that insane, Paul. Do you believe that? <laughs> When you stop believing it, you might wake up. Didn't we always say we were part of the movement, not all of it? Of course we changed the world, but try and follow through. Get off your gold disc and fly. He said he was bigger than Jesus. Yeah, he kind of said that. That was a joke. I mean, it that wasn't was at the time, though. That, yes, it was. That was the wry English wit that nobody got. And everybody missed the sarcasm. And he didn't really... That weren't, That was not his exact words. I also don't think it was... What were the exact words he got? It was something... I don't know. But it's, but Vic is very right about this. The press took it and ran with it. Well, what, what do you expect? And, and when he says he's bigger than Jesus? When the, well, when John Lennon says he's bigger than Jesus? Well, how do you find North America? That's a big story. How do you find North America? He said, turn left at Greenland. So it's, it's a he joke. Did? Yes, it's a fucking joke. He's, they're smart and funny. Yeah, he got, might be the smartest and funniest one of all of them. I don't necessarily know. John? Yeah, because McCartney was certainly not a razor wit, but John Lennon was fucking sharp as yeah, a John goddamn Lennon, tack. Yeah, he, and, and he was the mean guy. And he didn't take it seriously. He, not at all. He thought he was it was hilarious. Done with the Beatles. He was yeah. like, whatever. That yeah. was fun. I'm yeah. moving on now. And everyone else was like, what the? F- what do you mean you're moving on? We got like at least another four pre- or five albums in us. <laughs> I like that they has, he would have press conferences in bed. Well, that was a, that was for peace. That's in the Amsterdam Hilton. That's a fucking I know, but still, thing. just like that's a that's just a good press conference. Yeah, but well, then, Vic, you get, then you get room service midway through. But me and Vic talked about that. Wouldn't you leave the room how how they left it? They rent that room out now. They redid it. It's the Lennon Honeymoon uh, Suite. It's uh, at the Amsterdam. But I would have left everything. So, yeah, I wouldn't have changed anything. I wouldn't anything, have touched but, anything. Yeah. Don't touch a thing. They put his artwork on the wall. It's really cool. Yeah, but they just did that with the comedy store. You read? You see that story? <laughs> oh no, no. The comedy storehouse. No. Ooh. They just they are, it's a, it's for sale. Oh. But they just they fixed it all up. So there's no like there's, there's no way you could get all the semen out of that thing. That's true. <laughs> oh, God, you could have like a dump truck. Supposedly load of it was bleach. like a pretty rough house. The it's comedy storehouse. Oh, it's just. Because yeah, Mitzi, Mitzi owned it, so yeah. they would just put up the comics. Is she right? still uh, kicking? Right. No, I think she died. Right? I just got scabies because he she's... said it out loud. That's how nasty it is from coast to coast. I don't know. Have if you she ever died. been there? No. Uh-uh. Hell no. Go no, back. To... She's she's dying. I don't know if she's dead. No, she. I, I saw Paulie Shore's documentary. Oh, what the fuck was that about? And uh, she was she was in bad shape during that. They, 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 didn't, they didn't really show her in the documentary. They kind of heard. You could. I think you could hear Paulie talking to his mom in the whatever. documentary down the hall or whatever. 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 Yeah. Is Argus exactly. Hamilton still that, dating? I knew, there you go. Thank you. I was going. I was wondering if somebody <laughs> was gonna, who was going to make the joke oh, first. I thought about it, but thank you, Doctor. No, I know you must know him because they got the same dumb dumb accent. <laughs> Hey Argus, hey Vic, how you doing? How's Mom and Pa? Like they're all related. Did you 
did you go to that Cracker Barrel near Chattanooga? Because that, that's his best sweet tea in uh, below the Mason Dixon. Uh, oh, poor Argus. He's been uh, out. He, is what, he still dating years? I don't know him. I've never met him. Uh, I knew he was from the South. I thought it was Texas, but I have no idea where he's from. Every, he still works there. I still I still I, see the guy. Their, every their time I went to L.A. MCs. and went to the comedy store, I would see Argus do his set, and it would be exactly the same. Every two years, I would see him doing. Right. But now like, he's more like... Change it up a little That's bit. like Brennan. He doesn't change anything. He hadn't written the closer in forever. Wow. <laughs> you, got, you got the same shit going on? No. Why are you smiling at that then? No, because I don't. I don't. Because I'm giving him shit. No, I don't. I got a whole new act. <laughs> All right. Go back to that letter thing. I think uh, we're about done. No, we're, the thing is, my my clothes is kind of well known, so people are like, oh, Brandon, there he goes with the clothes. Right. They do the same thing with a. Uh, well, if it works, it works. I'm teasing you. With, uh, with what's the black guy who sits in sometimes with you? Sherrod. Anyway, uh. Wow, way. No, I couldn't remember his name. It's early for me. Wow, way. No, so How he. How is this early? No, he closes well, with a. You used to do the morning show with us. It's, That's early. It's he closes with a helicopter with a. They yeah. can jump. So people get mad he still, but it still works, you know. Not every time. I don't close with it. I don't close with my right. closer anymore. You I close with a tells closer. Remember Glib Glib? I remember Glib Glib. No. You know what I'm talking about. No, I remember saying you that, had, but I don't you had, That was one of you had a punchline about adopting a, a boy no. that you, you were going to adopt like a Shaquille O'Neal. And tell you called him Glib Glib. Oh, yeah. Tell you the story, tell the story, tell the story the you told me when I was asking you if you knew somebody that might kill somebody for I, me. I, t- I told you that I knew someone that would break some legs or hurt somebody for you, but not kill someone. And then, I, I, came, and then I came around like, at the comic strip, I'm you, like, is it, that true what yes, you said? He, like he, Vic was telling it like just telling a group, yeah. and then like I quietly came to him, I go, is that true? You know, because I wanted to have somebody whacked. My next door neighbor. He wanted to have his next door neighbor beat. And then Vic told up. me. Vic Wait, told why me, did you want your next door neighbor? He was in a up? he was in a blood feud that ought to be so on Vic TV. Told with the me, guy. Vic told me, and then uh, I, when I came back from California, he told me. I go, is that true? I was like, man, maybe I do have some anger issues. But why did you want? What, what was the problem with him? I lived in Ocean City, New Jersey. And, um, <laughs> I thought it was Maryland. No, no, Ocean City, New Jersey, and I lived there all year round. But it's a summer town, you know. You know, Ocean I've City. I've been there. Right? So anyway, uh, the kind of nice town. My next door neighbor, uh, he would rent out his. He had a back cottage that he would rent out. It was separate from the big house. He would rent it out to whomever. It was a piece of shit house. So he would get just like derelicts and whatever, and uh, and they would always make noise, and I couldn't sleep. So so it just became like ongoing. Like I got arrested. My wife got arrested. All kinds of shit. So I was like, I just want to have this guy whacked. Why? Why were you getting arrested? Because you were you were causing problems and telling yeah, them yeah. to plus, shut the fuck up. Plus, and all I knew that? the cops. I was I became friendly with the cops for a different reason. So how, I would kind how, of, how do you get friendly with the cops <laughs> and they still arrested you? I would put because I, I had a day. I would break the law. He was that crazy. I would threaten. I would but threaten the, them. The, the, but then you're not friends with the cops. OJ? No, they. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. He's right. I, I no, know he's right. You. They just give you special. You know, they gave me a soda instead of a glass of water. You know, what I mean, once they put you in the jail cell. Right. No, but it was it was fun. It was a fun time. But uh, but I really wanted the guy dead because I couldn't do anything. And 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 he would rent out these these like Russian whores. And I don't know if you have, that's a big demographic for you, but these Russian whores, mm. and they would have boyfriends over, and they would be at three in the morning, they'd be drinking. So one time I went out at three in the morning, you know, I called the police, the, they can only shut them down so much, so I went out, did I already tell this story on the show? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I went out, not not today's show, but anyway, I went out, it was four in the morning, and yeah. back where the house was, I know this was part. right where the the... 
that when you come back from the beach, you spray yourself off. Outdoor shower. So I came with the. I, I'm just walking outside. They're like, "How you doing?" I go, "Good." So I picked up the hose. And I started hosing them down. Right. And they're all getting high and drunk. So that's the last thing you that, want when you're trying to... That's kind of funny. Get your games. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's funny really for me. Funny. funny that I laughed when he told so me the then, first time. So they, they, they ganged up on me, and my wife heard, and she came out, and she whacked one of the Russian whores with an umbrella, and and she went to the hospital, and then they arrested my wife. And it, right. that, that led to this whole thing of just like... Well, then, at that point, every, you got to move. Everybody's going to go to jail. Because I'm at the beginning of that. Someone well, someone bitched about the pumpkins that we left out on our floor. I, I, I told you. I, 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 I know was serious. Who, and now, I know who did it, and now I'm seeing pumpkins red. Pumpkins on what floor? Just I, I live in one of these apartments, and so we left oh. the apartments. Uh, we left pumpkins out. Out in your hallway. Uh, you know, breathe and let it go no, before it gets it out of control. Like Hatfields and McCoy's thing. See? And then you can't. You get, I. I, I <laughs> I don't recommend. Rec- uh, well, you know the cliche, don't you? Yeah. So no, you know what it felt like? It felt like when when uh, you go to Florida and you play baseball with like Joe Pepitone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, fantasy like, camp. Yeah, fantasy baseball <laughs> camp. Because it was like I'm real. I really had a. Uh, I was really representing myself, and I had to cross examine the witness. When did you see me do a, this? You actually get to say that. Court, but it was still fun as shit. I mean, of I, course the, that would be fun. The judge touched me. It was like you know. He he fined me as much as I could, but you, I saved money on the other end by not right. hiring a lawyer. You uh, know, you bring him down a little bit, Eric. What's he doing? Am I, mean, I it, too loud? You're faggots. Let's face it. <laughs> what, what's going I mean, on with you today? Fags. <laughs> they, do, do, you, do you motherfuckers listen with handcuffs on? Turn the volume down. You are you are overmodulating, and I also I'm wanna, not even near the mic. Do I, I, should I sit out in the hallway with fucking club soda, Kenny? Like, what the fuck has uh, to happen? I, I also want to know what's going on. What's going on with you today? You seem a, a bit hyped and angry. Yeah, because uh, because my fucking pumpkin fucking uh, <laughs> situation going yeah, on in my building. You just you just, you just help fucking, me out. How do you see red over fucking pumpkins in no, your fucking building? I, when they you see the orange. Pull over. Turn the volume down. You you got kids. I got kids. They decorated the pumpkins, and then someone's telling you that they, they don't want the pumpkins in the hallway. Wouldn't you see fucking yeah, red and be pissed was it off? After Halloween, though, yeah, a few days. Maybe a week. You know what it is? People that they're don't They're all painted nice, and they're, they're carved nice. We did a pretty good job. They didn't you know rot. It it's not like rotting. They weren't rotting. They weren't bothering flies, anybody. Nothing. <laughs> fruit flies. Well, you know. Then you can see their point. There's like a rat eating out of the car. <laughs> pizza rat is showing up. He's riding the elevator. First of all, you know what it is? People that don't have kids are fucking assholes, and and they don't they don't give you the benefit of doubt, because you know your kids well, don't want... When Halloween's over, they still want to deal with pumpkins. You know what I mean? But I'm very aware of my kids and how they could be a in the ass for people. Let's just, this, ooh, this person has kids as well, so I'm like, how do you not like fucking pumpkins a right. few days after Halloween? What is wrong they with you? They have young kids or older kids? So we're already like trying to figure out how to get them back, but after hearing your story, I think I'm going to be okay. I'm going to let it go. Well, That's he, all I'm trying to he, say. I was telling him the truth. I do know someone, and then when he called me a few days later and went, you know, you said, were you joking? I'm like, no, right. I really do know somebody. And he goes, I think I need to talk to him. I'm like, right. no, you fucking don't. No, I'm going to help you, know you right here not commit a felony. Right, Kevin, we're no, taking, we're Vic, taking you know f- what I thought? I thought if you, if I go to you, 
It's so third party, so I know. remote. They never find good. out who yeah. did it. And where he lives is so far in the middle. Yeah. I mean, it would have worked, never, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring. Let's call him Phil. Mm. I didn't yeah. want to bring Phil out of retirement. No, I, I could see them. I could see. Uh, <laughs> I could see it maybe getting away with it until my wife snitched on me when I when she got That's, mad. I, at me. I think I said that to you. It was yeah. right. There's my no way you would keep it in. just between me and you. Listen, we got we got we got to take one phone call from Marcus in New Jersey. Marcus, go ahead. Sorry, Marcus. Marcus, go ahead. We have you, Marcus. Uh-oh. Fuck. I wanted this call, too. He says, you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the problem. It's not the first time he's heard that, I assure you. Marcus, you there? Nor is he concerned with that it says, comment. It says, Kevin's the problem, uh, not his neighbor. I know someone who got in a fight with him at a Wawa. Really? You ever get in a fight you with somebody this? at a Wawa? Yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was that? Come on! What was that no, about? He's gonna have to tell me which town because I've got. There's several Wawa brawls on your Wawa's, resume. Yeah. I don't think saying? I got Marcus. Marcus, you there? I'm gonna hang up on Marcus in case he's listening and he, he could call back. Do you remember one one of the many fights you had in Wawa? Yeah, I probably got into a fight at Wawa with. But how does Marcus know? He says he has a friend. All right, we'll I think get him on the you're, line. You're a famous guy. Yeah, I'm famous. Someone out there is going, holy fuck, that's you're Kevin famous. Brennan. Yes, you don't think you're famous? Fighting over a sandwich. You're no Neil Brennan, but you're famous. Oh, I actually, I got, <laughs> I was in a bathroom. and you know, Danny playing, Brennan. I was playing poker, and I was playing in a poker tournament, and yeah. uh, I was taking a piss that they had a break for the tournament, you know, when it gets to certain levels, they take a break, so I'm in there taking a piss. And the guy goes, hey, you're a comedian, right? He goes, I just saw you on HBO. And I go, yeah? So another guy goes, yeah, I was going to say something to him. I'm like, so you were waiting for the fucking first guy to say it? You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to. <laughs> he wasn't maybe, sure. Maybe he was like not. I'm like, does everybody know me in this fucking bathroom? I think so. So, so it's like one of those things where like, how many people know me? Like, if one guy says it, then the other guy's like, yeah, I know you. Anyway. What's the best you ever done in one of the tournaments? I know the dude can play cards. He is a good poker player. Do no, you do I it a lot? In, uh, that's how, that's when I got, that's when I became friends with a cop because I, I got, uh, I was like, I came in third. I should have won because I had pocket aces and the guy had pocket six. And of course he hit a set and then I lost. So I was livid going home and I was, but I was, I was sober. So I, I was driving and the cop pulled me over and he was like, and I knew he thought I was drunk, you know? Right. So I was like, I go, as soon as he came up to the car, I go, let's do a breathalyzer right now. He goes, I didn't think you were drunk. I don't think you're drunk. I go, why would you pull me over? He goes, well, you weren't maintaining your lane. I go, I was the only guy on the fucking bridge, so I'm supposed to hug the fucking curb. <laughs> and I knew, I knew from a cop friend it's not in New a York. Bad point. It's I not knew, a bad point. I knew from a cop friend in New York that if you, you can just don't touch a cop, you can say whatever you want. And just don't touch him, you sure. know. So then, after all, so then he he put, you know, he 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 was going to give me five tickets, and then he ended up he figured he, after a while he figured out who I was, and then and then he let me go, and he ripped up all the tickets, and now he's one of my best friends. As according to my daughter, he's my only friend. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Bob Coob, I'll give him a shout out. Children tell Coob. the truth. Good Children old, always Bob. tell. Officer, you know, <laughs> Officer, Bob. Officer Bob. <laughs> Officer Bob Coob in Ocean City, New Jersey. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, so back to the John Lennon. Uh, uh, back to the letter. So yes, it's it is McCartney's wife Linda that collects most of Lennon's fury, along with uh, describing her family as insane and petty. The ex Beatle, whose murderer David Chapman, I don't know what that, that has to do with Mark this. David Chapman, uh, yeah, has recently been yeah, not, denied parole for the ninth time. States his hope that his former bandmate will soon split from his wife. So Lennon's like saying she's the problem, and I, I expect you to split from Linda. Why would Mark David Chapman shoot? 
Lennon when he had a clear shot at Yoko. That's everybody's joke. Yeah, that's a, that's a Bill Hicks. That's a Bill Hicks. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty I, I sure. Saw, oh, I, he, I saw not Bill Hicks do it. <laughs> I, I don't know who did it, but it wasn't Bill Hicks. Oh, I, he I had remember, anger. He had anger in his voice when he a, when he did Hicks. that joke. I remember he. I remember I saw the guy go, "What a great joke!" And then I, I guess it was just like a house joke. It became yeah. Well, that's somebody. Somebody told me it. a friend of mine when I was moved from California. He goes, I'm, "I was having lunch with just a friend of mine, not even a comic." He goes, "He goes like my friend says, uh, I don't care if gay people marry as long as they're the same race." He okay. goes, well, I go, was well, your friend Dave Attell? Because it's Dave Attell's that's a, joke, right, you know? That's an Attell so joke. it just goes around, <laughs> and people are like, my friend said, uh, sure, right, your friend sure. stole it from Dave yeah. Attell. Is it too loud, you faggot? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, so now I gotta be now I gotta be six there. inches from the mic. Well, what is going on with you? <laughs> I'm just, just saying I got an extra angry from today. the mic. <laughs> what's happening with you, Kevin Brennan? Always something interesting. Yeah, what's going on with you? No, I you're mean, hyped I, up today. No, Why weren't you at Lenny's ready? You were the only. No, calm. we you're did the, that already. Oh, did you already do that? Okay, we did sorry. The wire. Are you? At- <laughs> I'm very calm. MLC podcast on YouTube. Right. While I got their attention, MLC podcast. It's a fucking great show and it's free. Okay. Liz is very funny. Don't you, Liz. No, you, she quit right? too. Oh, did she? I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't know that. Why did she quit? I swear to God, it wouldn't she be quit, a dick. I guess because she's like Team Lanny. I don't know who. No, she, she actually teams. quit. You know what? Here's the thing about podcasts: it's hard to keep people in line when you're not paying them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real. It's the old rub. You need to take a tip from me, Rock, because he cracks the motherfucking whip. By God, you don't screw around <laughs> with his like, I go, if you don't, if you don't shape up, I'm going to fire right. you. Okay, well, I'm already fired because I'm not getting paid. Right. So. This is I'm doing this for free. He, yeah, so he is the Simon Legree. So, so basically, like the new guy I have is basically like a homeless guy, and and he just does it for the free sodas at Riotcast. You right. know, mm-hmm. all right. So it's hard to keep people in line. You know that Opie podcasting is a tough. <laughs> I mean, what time Shira- How late does Sherrod show up? I don't know. You ask him. He's here every time I've been here. He's on time when he's supposed to be Shirod's, here. Yeah, he's yeah. all right. I don't he know. Was a day late one time. He's not on. Well, I mean, we, we, we just accept that from time to time. And you sent the car. You don't even. You don't even send a fucking car for me. And I take the subway. It's faster. Yeah, it's, it's did faster. I get back to you on Twitter? Nice and quick. You did. All right. So let's relax. <laughs> we do this slowly but surely. We make progress. <laughs> he forces the just, progress. He's, just, he's like infrastructure. You just he just make, forces I it feel on like you. Yeah. Kevin's one of those guys. You make progress. And then you have and to then, go backwards a little bit. Yeah, then you, then you get back to the point. I've been, this, I've been the same with him oh for my how God, long? Too long. We're the same. Somebody forever. goes. I think they said yesterday, two days ago. They go. What would it take to Vic, to get Vic Henley on your show? I go fifty dollars. <laughs> somebody, so so somebody goes, donated twenty immediately. Yeah, the guy who asked me goes, "Well, I'll give twenty. And I know he's unemployed because he was on my show. He was on our live show. The he dude came that up, threw the twenty. He for came me. up and did a. We were doing like a dating game thing. Sure. He, yeah. So Gil Bravo. He. He donated twenty. He goes, "That's all I have." And then some two people go, "How much will it take for you to never have uh, Vic Henley on your show?" So some people are going to pay for you not to be on the show. Great. But then we went over we went over 50. Like, we got up to 70. Wow. So now you got to be on my show. No, just keep that. Just keep that money. No, you got to be on my show. That's my gift to you. I'll not Let's do the show. Chris DeStefano wants to call Just in. keep the money. Unless you have an ironclad contract with a... Mm. I got no contract with anybody. Uh, no. I'm as stupid as you are. We're just comedians sitting here. We're all whores working the same corner called Life. <laughs> that what so, said? That's what I just said. Yes. Go ahead, caller. <laughs> we don't have a caller. I thought Chris was calling in. I'm going I'm Chris DeStefano wants to call in and say hi. Is that all right? Yeah, but what, you're gonna be I, all right with he's that? Not on the line. I don't know. Maybe he has an old hotline. 
Did he? Did uh, here? Put the hotline. Where is he? There. California. 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 Yes, we'll, we'll get Chris on in a second. So uh, that's I that's like it Chris. with the John Chris Lennon is letter. One of the few guys I like. All right, good for you. See, uh, twenty twenty five thousand dollars for the letter. <laughs> We're still on the fucking letter. What did Ringo say? No, well, he the letter. Care. The only thing I wanted to say about the letter, and I wanted to get some knowledge from Vic because he might know. Did Lennon and McCartney get along by the time Lennon was shot? Ooh, Some, a lot I don't of people, know that one. A lot of people say they did, but I don't think they know for sure. Yeah, but wasn't uh, was right before he got shot, they were going to go on SNL together and, and do a big uh, appearance? Were they going to fulfill the Lorne Michaels request for the $3,000? Is that what you're telling I me? Think no, that, I just saw a thing where they where they were talking about the show was on. They said, why don't we just go? Oh, I remember yeah, that yeah, story. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. And then, Absolutely. And then they, but Lorne Michaels did, what was that it, was a dollar? Yeah, $3,000. He offered oh, him $3,000. Paul and John back. supposedly were watching go, why don't we just go down? There right now, the shit out but of they never right. did it. Yeah, I do know that. Yes, nobody sent them a car. <laughs> He's bad. He's... <laughs> I, I made the crew laugh when I said Sharad's a day late. I saw, I saw <laughs> it was laughing. true. It was true. All right, let me uh, let me get Chris DeStefano on. Chris, what's going on? Hello, what's up, guys? Well, we got Kevin Brennan in the studio, and he's uh, turn him know. down, Chris. Why are you so loud? <laughs> I think. Why did you have some coffee? Did you go to Starbucks? <laughs> and Kevin's like extra, extra angry today, or I don't, I don't know what I'm the fuck's going on with this guy. I'm Kevin's just, the best. I'm just myself. I think he feels like he's in therapy right now. He's always this way. What are you talking no, about? No, last time he was a little mellower. Really? Okay, no, I've Jerry seen... Cody and then this leads here. to me saying that he was a bit yelly, and then he gets mad at me and says, go fuck yourself, I'll never be on your show again, and then a week goes by and sure he's, he's back. fine. <laughs> anyway, Chris, what do you got? Me, man, I'm out in uh, California, in uh, Santa Clarita, California. Yeah. Um, I just had Chipotle. Uh, I've been I've been in, not doing well, you know? Anxiety's been through the roof. Why uh, Why anxiety? Yeah. I don't, it's what I deal with every day. But I got a new cell phone. So yeah. I, thought, I think that should help. <laughs> Wait, are you nervous about your sh- are you nervous about your He's got, show? I don't know what he wants to talk about. He's got all sorts of things happening. Chris, are you these nervous days. about your show? No, I just I just get nervous when I'm I'm on the other side of the country. I I, wear, I don't know. I know it sounds crazy. Like cuz you're away from your kids? Yeah, wait for my kid, and then I think, like, if there's, like, a natural disaster or something, like, how will I get home? You know, like, I think about stuff like that. Ah, yeah, hitchhike. You can always yeah, get, rent a car. You surf the tsunami I, into the ocean and die. That's right. what I would do. Just yeah, embrace yeah. it. Oh, Vic Henley's there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. You're out there for, what, two weeks? Two weeks, man. I should be coming home on uh, the, the Thanksgiving Eve. Okay. So, um, you know, I know that'll be cra- it's crazy in the airport. Right. So, but I'll I'll be I'll be good, and then and then I'm going to uh, and then I'm going to have Thanksgiving, and then I'll be home for a little bit, and I'll come back. I'll be I'll come back in the studio in December. I was I a, can't, we I, can't wait. <laughs> I was about. To, oh yeah. I was I was ready to text you and say, "Don't fucking blow me off." No, I would never, dude. I just, All right. When last well, time I came in, I had to leave. I had to leave. So, but Chris, what are you? What are you out there doing? I'm doing a show for uh, Netflix. It's, oh. uh, it's a show. Yeah, I'm hosting a show with uh, Tiki Barber, the ex giant great Tiki Barber. Ronde was not available. No, well, actually, they wanted Ronde, but Ronde didn't want to do it, so they picked me. <laughs> and how do you know it's really? <laughs> Yeah, it's show they business wanted, they wanted, for you. That's can we get his twi- can we get his identical twin? No, so instead let's get an Italian guy from New York. I was gonna say, yeah, go yeah. for the bulked up white boy. Yeah, perfect. 
But he's a great guy, Tiki. He's like he's one. No, of those, he's not. No, he's not. Are you? Uh, how no, do you know? How do you know it's uh, Tiki, not his twin? That's a good point. All I'm, right. Are they switching out that. on you, those sons of bitches? <laughs> those motherfuckers. No, I, I, I think I'm. No, it's Tiki. It was cool. It was cool. I got to watch the Giants game with Tiki, and he gave me his play-by-play commentary. Oh, that's what you want. Were there were there su- cool. were there super special insights? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was fucking pretty. It was cool. I mean, when he was, was holding the remote, did he fumble it? <laughs> <laughs> Tiki sucks, and he's a fucking bad. He's telling me you can you can quote me, quit, Chris. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna make his anxiety even worse. <laughs> Ask him how his ex wife is doing. Oh, I, knew, I was gonna go wow. there. I was Kevin Brennan doesn't <laughs> hold back. Like, I Opie's getting what? on my nerves. Kevin, why, why? Why? Why am I getting on your nerves? Because no, now you're taking a fan side. I'm too yelly. I'm too like Judy, too much like Judy Gold. I didn't say that. <laughs> you're not remotely like Judy. Yeah, I, I, I don't didn't even say know that. Where you pulled I that thought he was going to go. All there. I said, <laughs> all I said was that. <laughs> all I said was you were a bit yelly. No, uh, not at all. But I was making a joke. But you took it fucking seriously. Okay, go ahead, Chris. Chris, how's your how's your how's your relationship? You know, hey, we're trying. We're we're trying. We're moving forward. So I don't know. No, because me and Chris, we bond, and we both have Latin wives, and they both get a little not not yelly, but stabby. (laughs) (laughs) He's laughing. He's laughing. I hear laughing. (laughs) No, you know, so yeah, I I don't know. Just go. Just say it is what it is. It is what it It is. It is what it is. It is what it is, and it's good. And I'm, I'm I'm fine. I'm. I really just miss my kid. I just want to go home. I mean, I heard that what, what the weather sucks there, right? No, yeah, it's nice. That's gorgeous. Degrees. Yeah, that's fabulous. That really sucks a week before Thanksgiving. Whose wife could but take like whose, whose wife could take whose wife in a knife fight? Brennan, yours or his? My wife could beat up anybody. You think so? Yeah. What, what about you, Chris? No, could your woman take his woman? Um. Well, I probably. I mean, how how many times has your woman been arrested? One we know of for sure. Yeah, at least one for sure. Okay. Yeah. My, Wait, how do you know about his wife being arrested? He just told the fucking story five minutes ago. <laughs> I didn't know if she got arrested in that. I you weren't you listening. Got her, I thought you, you got arrested. You tuned him out because he was being too yelly. Yeah. You're no, Chris. Right. How many times your you're wife got? Right. How many times your, <laughs> you're you're right. How many times your lady got arrested? <laughs> he clearly. No, none. Zero. Zero. Oh my. Oh yeah. Then I win. Oh, you're making a joke yeah. on my joke. Let's pretend. Let's tell both your wives that they're really stabbing you, and then put them in a ring with each other. My wife wants me dead so much. So she would win that. Easily, you're no, saying you guys are getting oh, no. along these days. No, five hundred thousand dollars right away. Seriously? No, I have life insurance. Wait, oh, oh, okay. Oh, sorry. I thought. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought you were getting a divorce, and that's what she was asking for. I jumped all the way to there. No, she wants me dead. <laughs> the last time I was here, the last remember the last time I was here, things were I, going well. I said because Car- 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 uh, Carlos Ruiz was here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Carlos. <laughs> Carl- <laughs> who? Carlos, Carl, the Mad Cuban, Mad Cuban. I just call him the Mad Cuban. No, me too, Carl. Carl. No, so he was here. Right, he was here, and I was telling, I was saying about how I kind of wanted to come on the show because I was want to get away from my wife. Sure. So, and then the show went well and whatever. So I was walking down the street. I was like, ah, you know what? I got a bad feeling. 
Like I knew something was about to happen because whenever I feel good, something's about to happen. Right, it's too uh, too good to be yeah, true. Yeah. So like ten minutes before I'm about to accept, my wife texts me, "Coward." That's all she put, "Coward." <sighs> so I go, I go, I call her. I go, "What?" She goes, "You're a fucking coward. You go on Opie show. You don't tell me. You go on. You talking about how uh, you you want to avoid me because blah blah blah." I go, first of all, I'm just telling a story, and then that fucking mad Cuban, it became like a thing. It became like a common thread. <laughs> it's so it's, it's like, Fault. It's like no, it's like it's like hot. It became a thing. No, it's that, like hot that's topics. You your wife became a thing. No, it's like hot topics on the View for, sure. for guys. So it's like I'm like, what do you want me to go on? It's like they already have Vic Hanley boring the shit out of everybody. So they don't. They I, I might as well bring a little bit of a fucking uh, some some jazzercise some, to the program. Some Zumba. spice. Some yeah, so I'm like spice. I'm like what I said to my wife. I go. It's called entertainment. She listens to fucking podcasts and all kinds of shit. I go what. Do you want to, I mean, whatever. I go, it was kind of true. Right. But the fact of the matter, like, I can't say anything. So me and Chris talk about, like, how we can't say nothing. Yeah. And now we have to talk in code. Ixnay on the... <laughs> I've way. Yeah. Wait, that, <laughs> I know. That sucks, because you left here. You were pretty happy, and the show, felt, was, the show was good. No, I felt great. And one text, it just Ooh. said coward? That's good. Oh, when coward. they can get you with the one word to the coward. bone, you're like, ah, that's uh, goddamn and good. That, and also, that was the day when I basically ambushed you, and I said I was in the lobby. Yeah. I go, I go, I go, that was not coward. That was That's a real man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real man saying a fucking serious satellite radio i'm coming up motherfucker did i say I no said the n-word did i say I'm no i'm coming up motherfuckers you can say whatever i didn't want. say no so come no, but on i'm up. saying my wife for my wife to call me a coward after i just said to, to basically said to you guys like i'm here you want you want to not mm. then they do a movie about that uh, when people took a fucking radio station hostage fm with brendan with brendan frazier or whatever airheads yeah, yeah. Well, fm is yeah. the original one yeah so somebody, wife, somebody locks themselves in the studio in right. the movie, FM. my wife calls me a airheads coward is a terrible oh airheads movie. is right sandler horrendous I, but basically, do. don't call me a coward when I just ambushed Opie Radio. No, I hear you, man. <laughs> That's not hard to do, though, really. <laughs> Fucking hear it. It's not really hard yeah, but to whenever do. Whenever I see Chris, I go, how's it going? He's like, it's gone okay. It's gone okay. Because <laughs> he's nicer I than know. you. No, but I'm saying with his wife. with his, He's not even married. I keep calling her wife out of respect for her. Oh, good. She'll like it. Upgrade. Mm. I, I want to ask... Like, yeah, that'll get me points. I want to ask Chris many questions, but I think uh, probably I shouldn't. Huh? We'll, we'll uh, talk. Well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> no, no. Chris, how's your pilot going? Uh, well, we haven't started yet. We're going to start it in. Uh, we're going to start it in March, but um, I'm available uh, in March. Yeah, he can pull. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brendan and I could come and write for you. I'm sure Brendan and <laughs> no, I could come up with something write. wonderful for you and Tiki. Yo, you want to be on it? You want to be on, on air? It? I'll be just disgruntled off-duty cop who lives next door. <laughs> That shows, that shows up to my house in the domestic dispute and then gets shot in the head. Right. <laughs> stab. He's playing a Go with the stab. stab. All right. One episode. That's all I get, but I'll still take it. <laughs> What's the show about, Chris? Well, it's, it's about, about his uh, life. It's about my, yeah, my life, my relationship, my, my you know, comedy and uh, all that stuff that I talk about. So, you know, the pilot, you know, I think it's, I think it's funny. I think, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. So, so like, are you, in, are you and Tiki friends? And, and that's how, how the fuck is Tiki Barber involved? <laughs> well, that's another no, show he's doing. That, that's another show. Oh, sorry. That, that's, that's, oh. I got a pilot. He's I'm taping the whole season in two weeks. You're too fucking LA. busy. You're like Stephen King cranking, cranking like Stephen King. You're like Stephen so, King cranking out so a novel So why the fuck would you have anxiety? Things are going well for you. That's when you get anxiety. 
Why? Because in California, man. things are going too good. You get nervous. Like an earthquake's coming. Like a coward exactly. text is coming. <laughs> 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 no, that's when you get. That's when comics get nervous. It's like the most relaxed I am is when I bombed. And the whole next day, I, I feel so relaxed because I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care if a fucking crane falls on me because I'm already miserable. Yeah. When things are going good, that's when you go like, "Holy shit, what's going to happen?" You exactly. try to anticipate. Like, you try to anticipate yeah. shit. How, how did the coward like, text end? How do you guys, I, I even, I even how do you guys work that out? I he said he called her, yeah. I usually, I, yeah, usually, I, know, but I usually text back. This time I just called. I go, and then she didn't even pick up. The kids picked up. And I go, very calmly, put your mom on the phone. I th- Actually, I think I said, put your baby mama on the phone. <laughs> and then I just, I go, how, I'm a fucking coward. I'm a fucking coward. I'm a fucking. And I just kept saying that. Do they call you daddy or dad? Or are they old? My son it? calls me Kevin. Does he really? And he's four. No shit. Seriously, that's yeah. cool. No, just it's like fuck, a joke. Like, he's just because oh, he's heard your wife too many times. Go, Kevin. The other day, my son goes. <laughs> the other day, my son goes. He's four. He says to my wife, "I don't even. I, I wasn't even there, but my wife told me." She goes, "My son goes, oh, that's fucking gorgeous." And then my wife goes, "Daniel, that's a bad word." He goes, "Gorgeous." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's already got the fucking gift. <laughs> so he calls you Kevin. What does your daughter call you? Uh, and then my daughter, my daughter, when Halloween was around, my daughter goes, Dad, what used to be when you were Halloween? I said, I usually just dress like as a bum. And my daughter goes, so you just went as yourself? <laughs> yeah, so they think I'm a piece of shit. And, uh, does she call you daddy, though? Yeah, he usually calls me dad. Do, does she have the daddy's girl thing on you where not she really, can make you do yeah. stuff? And you, you're, that somewhere you're not the mean person that you really no, are. You're actually nice when you're like, with your it's child. It's more like boys against the girls because even my son will do it. Like, they'll be like, dad, girls suck. I go, they sure do. <laughs> <laughs> just dividing the house. All right, Chris, anything else? We got to take a break. No. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I'm sorry, I had nothing. No, Chris is the one of the great guys. Seriously, love Chris. Tell, uh, yeah. T- tell Tiki, I said, hey, yeah, I will, man. Chris, I'm, I'm not just I'm saying that. You know, I, you know, I hate everybody. Oh, I, pre- I appreciate that, man. I'll probably die before I'm 35, but <laughs> that's that's a real Brendan laugh you just I got like there, that. Chris. In, in what way, though? Vic was talking about this <laughs> yesterday. Do you want to just get hit by a fucking subway? Train and, oh, and oh, not even know horrible. that. Not even know that it happened. Train? How would that be horrible? Yeah. No, you I would. Not, you would be, be so painful if you're crushed no. by a train. No, not if it's fast. It, it would be a split like second. Like an express. No, but it would crush I you. It would crush die. your you body. You would die. feel that. No, for, for how long? A second? I don't even think it's That's a second. Why, that was part of my caveat. It, was it had really to be fast. Hurt. It would still really hurt. I don't care. For a very, I want to very... Take, I, want to overdose on, I want to overdose on diet pills and die in my sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. What a sad way to go. <laughs> put a, put a, put a, if you're going to do that, you should put them in a pint of Haagen-Dazs chocolate peanut right. butter. And just, yeah. <laughs> so pathetic. A whole bottle of ephedra and just my fucking Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, we'll see you soon, right, buddy. All right. All right. Later, guys. Yep. Chris right. DeStefano out there in California. Making magic. California. We got Vic Henley and uh, Kevin Brennan. Kevin, what do you got before we go to a MLC Podcast on YouTube. MLC Podcast, two words. MLC Podcast. All free shows. The live show on September 13th. It was a, it was a monster show. David Tell, Anthony Cumia, uh, Opie said no. And, uh, Mike hey, Vec, Mike Vecchione. I was going to try to get you two guys together. Mike Vecchione. Was I invited? <laughs> no. You but fuck. Anyway. It was a surprise reunion he was trying to put together. <laughs> but I wasn't even invited. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I didn't. I, I, I was telling the world I said no. Yeah. <laughs> Lenny was. <laughs> 
Lenny was inviting people anyway. I didn't have nothing to do with that. And then uh, my, it was a great show. Anyway, it's free. It's all free. So how can you can complain? Well, what, what's skating. up, Club Soda? <laughs> Kevin, I don't like the false narrative about Opie. What do you mean? Uh-oh. That he was invited? Yeah. Lenny was in charge of that anyway. I think actually, I think Yoko was in charge of that, Lenny's <laughs> wife. Because it was random people. Like, did you go to Lenny's wedding? Yes, I did. Oh, sorry. You went, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was awesome. Are you friends with Lenny? Why, why I love Lenny. Lenny's but you love him, but you're not name. friends with him. I'm ever, totally friends with you Lenny. You talk to him a lot? I talk all the time. Talk to him why did you night. change the subject? Because he's backpedaling. I'm saying, I'm saying I, wasn't bo- I wasn't inviting people. Lenny was doing that. Lenny was booking it. I w- he would tell me, we got this guy booked. I go, I don't like him. And then I would, but I wouldn't invite. He, he would tell. He was basically in charge of the guest list. We tried to get you, but we lost your number. <laughs> I'm heard exclusively on Opie Radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you couldn't even do my podcast, MLC podcast? You I'll st- tell you again. I'm heard exclusively <laughs> on Opie Radio. If you put some glasses on, I'll punch you in the face like Jerry Coney. No, you might get away with that with him. Is, is he is he muscling me because he that he has to jump in he has to defend you at all times? I'm not defending him. What are you it, saying? What's the false narrative? You said that you invited him to yeah, the thing show and he didn't come. Hashtag truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's coming over to me. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you kind of put it out there that I I blew you off and I wasn't even invited. I've so. got to pee. All right, Vic, where are yeah, you going to be? That's before you guys were back together, so I could we we couldn't invite both of you. I'm at Gotham Comedy Club tomorrow night, and it's a Blackberry uh, Blackberry Smoke concert on Friday, if I have my way. Fuck yeah, you got and, tickets. Uh, Comics Triple Live on Saturday. I guarantee you got tickets. Yes, Kenny. I put my glasses on for Kevin. <laughs> now what? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now what? Club soda. I don't know what to do. I don't know if you're really mad. Like, when Jerry Cooney was mad, I don't know if he was really mad. Uh, Cooney was pissed acting. off. Yeah, he was really mad. He was really no, mad. You he was, said, let he me was refresh mad a week your later. recollection. You said if I had glasses on, you would punch me in the face. Now what? Because he's like a real security guy, right? He could, he knows headlocks and he knows whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he was a professional fighter. But you, you, want, could, you're, you could beat me up, right? It's up to you. <laughs> Why does it seem like everywhere I go, people want to hurt me? Maybe it's me. Yeah, you badmouth Lenny's wife, they're newlyweds. You spread oh, a false him. narrative about Opie. No, but Opie's right here. He can defend himself. I defend myself. Yeah. yeah you, I, you I put it out so there I that, I, unless they that I was invited and I blew you off. And no, I just said it because Kumia, but you guys, are, you guys are back to being friends, so it's not a big deal. All right, but I got my glasses on. Now what? You know what? <laughs> Let's get a bagel. <laughs> Why? Because I'm a Jew? Are you a Jew? You're like the biggest Jew of all time. How tall are you? I'm now trying to compliment him by backhanding complimenting him. You're the biggest Jew. That's Barry Katz. It's, it's like saying to an Arab, like, you're the non-smelliest Arab I've ever met. Oh. You uh, you look good with glasses on, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't text. Don't text. Uh, I do have to pee. What's her name? I have to pee. What? What's her name? This is too good. Just I know. I Did you pee. go to Lenny's wedding? Someone's gonna have a broken jaw. Because <laughs> no. I know you guys are tight. This I knew you and good. Lenny are tight. <laughs> You just worry about you. <laughs> no, did you go to? Were you invited to Lenny's wedding? You don't have to be concerned with my whereabouts. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Who do you? If you had to kill one person, would would you kill Amy or Opie? Next question. Okay. Wow, that wow. That was a good question, though. That, right? That's a strong question. That's like a no. It's Walters. ridiculous. No, because I know. Right? I know. Yeah, he's trying to get a laugh at your expense it's, once again. Uh, yeah, what, what the fuck, Ooh. Kevin? No, I know you've been working for him longer, but I know I'm Amy's trying. like big now. You know, who's Amy? 
Amy Schumer. Oh, because I know I see I'm follow you on Twitter, so I see you doing gigs with her. Does she let you do time? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you say you follow me on Twitter, know it all? Oh my god! I hope he's really mad at me because I'll fucking fight him on the break. Are we on break yet? <laughs> Why wait till the break? The I'm, so I'm like mistake. Kevin Brennan six six six. I'm trying to pick up some more Twitter followers because, like, I, I sometimes I go down on Twitter followers. Like, what the fuck is that? Uh, People get tired of it. You, they get Obviously. tired of you. So they they go to the trouble of taking me yep. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, get yeah. tired of me. I guess so. I don't know. I never really tried. And to also, after the election, I was getting sick of Republicans like like uh, being being gloating or whatever like so I gloating. tweeted something about Republicans are idiots and people are like you just lost me I'm like there goes another non uh, amount of money I'm losing you know what I mean <laughs> they was threatening like 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 they're fucking me like like some hot girls like I'm gonna fuck you anymore it's on Twitter it's free I don't give a fuck but so but now that I'm here I might as well Kevin Brennan 666 <laughs> and plus I'm get I got more Twitter followers than Club Soda Kenny what's your point uh, yeah I'm sure he doesn't care about that at all actually oh my god Club Soda. I just broke ten thousand. Oh, did you? Really? I'm at eleven five. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not bragging. My my career was in the toilet. I just lost my best friend and partner. You know, you should lay off the five hour energy shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. You do that shit before you come in here. Exactly what happened. Yeah. No, I just his I like, legs are shaking. I see it. He's twitching. Yeah, I like the taste. I think he's just afraid you're going to hit him. That's why he's twitching. I'm like a. I'm like a. No, I do like the taste. Plus, I got to do red eye later, so I got to be alert for that. Dobbs is going to be on it. It only shows at three in the morning. It doesn't tape at three in the morning. I know, but I still got to be. I got to be ready for it because I got a lot of fans. What time does it tape? At eight. Okay. Lou Dobbs is going to be on. I got to be ready for with for Lou Dobbs is going to be on. Be ready for Lou Lou Dobbs. Dobbs. (laughs) I might punch him in the fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, like nobody will nobody will watch it. Lou Dobbs. I punch Lou Dobbs in the face on Red Eye. Everyone will watch. You're worried about Lou Dobbs, so you're doing five hour energy. What's wrong with you? I want to be alert. That guy's like eighty, I think. No, but if I. 71 for Lou Dobbs. If I I punch Lou Dobbs right in the side of the head on Red Eye, wouldn't that get a lot of publicity for my my, uh, podcast? Yeah, punch Kenny in the face. See what no, happens. No, no, no. Publi- Lou Dobbs. That's publicity, too. Lou Dobbs. Club Soda Kenny, will, I can take Lou Dobbs in a fight. How old is he? 70? Humana, humana, humana. 71, he said. 71, I, can, I said. I can, now you're not listening to me. I can take him. Who? Lou Dobbs or yeah. Kenny? I can't take Kenny because he's really mad at me. No, I look. You're How about not Bernard worth Shaw? My time to be could mad you take at. Bernard Shaw? You think you could take Who's him? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> is he black? Yes. He's, he's one of the first CNN fucking anchors. anchors. If you're going to go, dead. if you're going Luke Dobbs, I'm going Bernard Shaw. Bernard Shaw's dead. No, I'll... 76. Bernard Shaw is 76. Oh. I could take him. I could take the guy who used to host Red Eye, Greg Gutfield. He's on right on camera. He's right on the screen now. Oh, I could take that guy. And I hadn't hit anybody since the third grade. Yeah. Yeah, when was the last time you got into a fight, for real? Third grade. Mm. You know. Because comics always act like they're so tough. And I, they never get into fights. Liv Schultz, you, Liv Schultz you, Jeffrey Ross, will tell you that uh, at the cellar one night, uh, he got in it with a heckler, and the guy was rushing the stage, and I was hosting the show, and I came running through the hallway and, and, and sort of tackled the guy and knocked him out of the way and kept him from attacking Jeff. That would be the closest thing, but other than that, third should have let him get Jeff Ross. <laughs> Jeff Liv, he was Liv Schultz at the time. And so he still your, is. That's his name. What's your name, Club Soda Kenny? <laughs> What does that mean? No, because a lot He's of times they, real they name have is. very oh. ethnic names, and then they ch- they they change them if they're going to get in the show business. It's a tradition, right? 
Come yeah. back here. Why don't you yes. go to break before he ruins the show? <laughs> <laughs> John Stewart. John Stewart. That's not his name. That means there's still hope. Right. You think What's you John could... Stewart's name? Richard Lewis. John Stewart. Right, Richard, Richard Lewis. <laughs> we're going to take a break now. Thank Are you, Are you really Kenny. mad, though? Because <laughs> I do I have to wait? Do I have to sit in here? Or, or well, can I go I to the think, bathroom? I mean, we're trying to change my image a little bit because I, I get a lot of fucking shit for no reason. Oh. A lot of shit oh. for no reason. And we pretty much have had it. Yeah, there's no more mean we have spirit fucking had on this show. Oh. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think we still want to no, be I mean. No, I love Opie. <laughs> I think we still want to be me. You know what Opie's like? You know, the thing is, uh, and the guy who lives in my building loves the new show. Thank you, uh, Kevin Brennan. I, no, I, I, I almost forgot your name for a second. <laughs> no, because he, he go. I said, I said, you know, I said, how do you like Opie's like new? He goes, I love it. So, I don't know. You're All a right. nice guy. You're. It's a, always. It's like coming home for Thanksgiving when we come here. <laughs> Right, that's no, good. It's always like or visiting it's, your old teacher at school. No, you're not. You don't. You don't. You don't put stress on people. You know what I mean. So I, you come here, it's relaxing. Well, thank you. I, you're I, like I'm a. Try you're not like to. A, you're like a mellow person. That's why Club Soda Kenny. Now I'm fucking not nervous. I'm very nervous now with this guy with a suit on, ready to beat the shit out of me. But no, you no. Know, I we, we've pretty much have had it. The live show. The I'll just leave it at this. The live show. The, the you guys weren't talking. If you were, we would have invited both of you. But Kumia wanted to do it, and then he came. I don't, in. I don't even care. But don't tell people I, w- I was invited. I, I said no to you. That's stupid. No, totally not. But that's our that's, th- that's the shit that gets out. There no, but that's our thing anyway. That, that that I try to get on the show, and you won't let me on. So that's like a running gag anyway. Fair enough. Not anymore. <laughs> I can't believe every time I come here, people really get mad at me. Like, what are the odds? You're and very aggressive. Hundred percent. They're very. If you want to know what I the wanna, odds are, I, just, I don't know if I'm going to be back after the break. But I oh, apologize. you'll be oh. back. I apologize to the fans if I'm a little loud. You'll be back. Maybe you're right. I'm going to cut back on the five-hour energy. Yeah. yeah. After you just had a large coffee and then a five-hour energy right. shot. I'm going to go home and leave him here with you, just to spite you. I don't think he took a breath in an hour. It, it was good radio, though. <laughs> Vic's doing the pee-pee dance. We should break. I do. I Come on, tell me, me tell me you're not going to do anything. Tell, tell him it's a gag. Can, we can, didn't invite Opie. Can, it's I fine. Opie. I'm, it, all that's fine. Can he do the thumb trick to you? No, <laughs> no one can touch me. One thumb trick, and then everything will be don't good. Don't break my thumb. Like, I'll be like, it would be thumb. like, one thumb trick. Really. Yeah, my they thumb. took my fucking thumb, my Charlie. My thumb, Charlie. That broad robbed And then no one will call you a coward. Thumb uh-oh, trick. Uh oh. No, thumb trick. this is bad. Thumb trick. This is bad. <laughs> this is what's just he, the thumb trick. What's he going to do? Oh, this is where he puts the thumb behind the. Ooh, no, that's not bad. He's got him. Brennan's holding up. Oh, fuck. He's holding up. Oh, Something's going on. Something's going on. I'm kind of impressed. It's not working yet. Come on. That's got to hurt. No, I don't know. He'll break it. He's not talking, though. No, he's He's focused. Yeah. I like it. You guys better stop because last time I saw this, Larry Larry the Cable Guy broke somebody's arm in one of these situations. Yes. So I'm I'm, I'm getting nervous now because I don't want to see a thumb breakage. That doesn't hurt. He stopped. No. Can he stop? See, numb. look at him. He's, he's, <laughs> that didn't hurt. No. <laughs> he's sticking. I, with would, it. I would like to feel something. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he did it. That's why he did it. It hurt. No, it didn't. Yeah. Fuck. It didn't All hurt. right. Fair enough. See. All right. I'm sorry, Vic. You didn't get to see anyone. I didn't want to see that. Him. I just said I didn't want to see that. All right. We're gonna we're gonna break. And you, you sticking around, Kevin? Yeah. I just got a text from my wife. <laughs> See, I hope so. What did it say? It's cowards. It's Read it cold. Read it Yellow cold. Belly. I don't know. I'm getting texts now. What did it say? Or what does it say? 
Oh, uh, no, actually, it's not. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right, Vic, you got your plugs in, right? I'll yes, I did. Sure. All right, good. We'll be back. Stay I'll there. Opie Radio is back. Nick Henley in studio, Kevin Brennan, who uh, who doesn't understand why Cousin Brucey has a radio show and he doesn't. Right, Kevin? Uh, okay. Because yeah, I have a family to feed. <laughs> so, I doubt Cousin Brucey still has a He probably has, has great-grandchildren. Financial concerns. You saw Cousin Brucey in the hallway? No, I saw him in a studio. I did a picture studio. with him. I did a picture with him in He's the hallway. He's a legend there, uh, ago. Kevin Brennan. Yeah, well, nobody cares. He was at the airport when the Beatles landed. I'm putting my picture on Twitter. By accident, or he was supposed to be there? He, that's how old he is. He, he was a DJ. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, people, how about, uh, how about uh, Mark... Uh, What's that guy's name from WMMR? Mark Goodson or whatever? Mark Goodson was uh, MTV VJ. No, he started MMR. In Boston? No, in Philadelphia. Okay, sorry. So why didn't he have a fucking show? My point is there's a lot of old DJs. So they should get out of your way? <laughs> go go to are, the old DJ home. You guys are definitely <laughs> not on my. You guys are definitely not on my side today. <laughs> I'm always on your side. Yeah, we're on your side. Are yeah. you going to do my show? If you want me to, yeah, for fifty dollars. I would rather give you the seventy dollars. But I think I think Kenny made on. a great point with the coffee and the five hour no, energy. I'm, I'm good. I'm good today. You're no, lit. My, no, my <laughs> wife lit. said I was. My wife said I was a little yelly before I left the house and. uh so I said, I, she said, uh, you got to bring it down. I said, I don't did think so. Did you tell her to go fuck herself like you did me when I called you Yelly? <laughs> and how I don't pay well, you and all, I'll never do your fucking show again? Did, yeah, you, did you tell you her see, any of that you stuff? See how I backtracked, though? <laughs> Took it right back to the happy place. MLC podcast on YouTube. Yes, you yes, Kevin. Uh, no, but uh, no, I love you, Opie. So the thing is, like, but but like, I get, I get, I do have some anger issues, and I think it's coming from the fact that I was like one of ten kids, you know. I'm I think it's like seven. you don't. Yeah. yeah, but you don't get a lot of uh, attention. You don't get a lot of attention, and you get you you because a lot of a lot of older siblings in my family have anger issues. So it's in our DNA, and it's also like when you're one of ten, it's like you feel like you, no one gives a shit about you. You know what I mean? Hey, have you ever met the Danny Brennan? You ever met his brother Danny? No, that's my. He's my favorite Brennan. Why? He's, he's classy. He's, yeah, because he's Is cool. Is he another comic? No. He's no, just he, used a regular... to work at, he used to work at comedy clubs, yeah. but he never did stand He's just a nice Why person. Why is he your favorite? Because he's a nice, cool, oh, easy he doesn't have person. the anger? He's my favorite Brennan. <laughs> he doesn't have the he's anger? He's my favorite Brennan. No, he's <laughs> angry. He's angry. Yeah, he's but, not as angry as you. But he used to, he, no, you hung out with him a lot. Yeah, he I know, a, yeah. He's, I like a, do, he's yeah. a good hang. What does he do for a living? He lives in Chicago now. I think he's in the restaurant business. He, he texted me. I think he doesn't know. Yeah. No, he's, he's he does a lot of transitioning Kevin, from one thing to how another. How many? How many of your? He doesn't si- have a job. How he many of your siblings uh, you don't talk to? Oh, you want to hear a story? You want to hear a story? <laughs> no, it's a, no. It's you want to hear? It's a legit I, question. No, it's not. A, it's it's it related to. This. I got one sibling I don't talk to. How it's, many? It's how related many? to this. Uh, Jimmy Martinez, who's the guy who sits in for me now, he's like the the new Lenny, but he's gonna. The fans hate him, and I can't figure out if I should keep. Monica. Speaking of fans hating, let me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. This will be good. Go ahead, let him. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. 
<laughs> I'm saying I don't know if I should keep him on because the fans hate him so much. I don't know if that's good for like con- the controversy angle where they're like the fans hate him so much they ha- they they have to listen like Stephen A. Smith or something like that. with like I hate this guy, but I have to hear what he has to say. I think that's how I think that's why I have you on. So then, <laughs> so then, uh, so he's friends with. Uh, he went to the SNL. You, he went to the SNL after. Can't get a fucking laugh with this guy. Uh, he went to the from, SNL. Yeah. I mean, he went to the SNL after party. Yeah. That Chappelle hosted, and he ran into my brother Neil. You know, and he, they don't really know each other, but he went up to Neil and he said, "You know, you know, I'm doing the podcast with your brother now." And Neil goes, and Neil goes, "I." He goes, "He goes, your brother Kevin." He goes, "I only." Ha-, Neil goes, "I only have one brother." Wow, and he has five brothers. So, and I and Ooh. I said, and so Jimmy said he he basically I only have one brother. And he basically gestured towards like a like Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, like my only brother is Dave Chappelle, That's and he has five blind. brothers. Wow, so isn't that cold? That's bad. That's cold. Neil so. Neil doesn't love Danny Brennan. No, they really? had a big falling out. Seriously, so you know what happened? No, tell uh, me. When he was doing the Chappelle show. Danny auditioned. Danny was like an actor, kind of want to be actor. So he auditioned for a role, and he didn't get it. Not only did he not get it, Neil sent Danny the clip of the guy who got it to show him, like, this is who we hired, and this is why he was better. But Danny took it as, like, you, I don't oh, get it, like and mean, you're right. fucking, you're shoving in my face. Yeah, you know why, I mean? why would sure. you show him that at that point? No, because he was too, like, this is the guy we hired. trying to give him a tip, maybe. This is the guy we hired, maybe you could Fuck giving him a tip. I'm team Kevin Brennan on all this shit. I, I love, all the and even my mom, Brennan, I'm team fucking Kevin. Even my mom sided with Neil on that, but my mom's a gigantic star fucker, so... <laughs> So gigantic. When 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 Ray Romano got a sitcom, my mom knew that I was friends with Ray Romano. So my mom would send clippings from the. She lived in Philadelphia. I'll yeah. give her out her fucking address. I don't give a shit. Anyway, she lived in uh she lived in Philadelphia, and uh, she would get all these Philadelphia Inquirer press clippings about Ray's show or whatever. She would mail them to me. I go, Mom, it's not me. It's not me. I got. I'm not on the show. I got nothing to do with like stop. Just because you know stop. him. No, because she was like so excited. Yes. Her fucking pussy would get wet just the the, the fifth five degrees of separation from ray romano like he's friends with kevin because my mom talked to him one time on the phone because i me and ray were on a softball team together and i and ray was missing he went did a cruise and we had we were short of uh softball outfield we only had three instead of four i broke my cheekbone and so uh I was in the hospital for like a week. Ray called my mom to find out if she knew where I was staying or whatever. So Ray told me this is Ray telling me he goes I was talking to your mom and and she's going on and cuz Ray she asked Ray, "Where were you?" I was on a cruise. At the time my dad had just retired, so she's asking Ray about all these cruises. Ooh, what are cruises like? And Ray's like <laughs> Ray's like that's nice, but where's Kevin? He got stuck. Like like he had to basically get my mom off the fucking cruise thing. So when then Ray <laughs> when Ray got the show, she thought like I told Talk to him. So she was sending me these clippings. I'm like, stop. Right. He's making like 80 grand a week, and I'm hoping Esty gives me some spots at the comedy cellar this weekend. Sure, so fucking, we all are. we're not all in the same boat. Cruise uh, <laughs> callback. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so how that's, many siblings do you talk to out of the ten? Well, there's ten of you, right? So. I'm, I'm, you know, if they're all here in the room with me, I would probably talk to all of them. Okay, but you, you know don't what I mean. Like, but I you don't, don't have on a, a regular basis, though. You're not reaching out. It just sounds randomly. like you don't even know what they do. Some of them. No, some of them are. Uh, you know, some of them do different things, but also. Uh, also, when you have ten, you don't. You know, you're not that. You don't text back and forth because you got too many. So, right. 
So it's like you I see. I can them, understand that. That makes you, sense to me. You see them when you see them, and I, I don't have any bad blood. Like they, some some don't like me sometimes, but I, a lot of times I don't even know it. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I wanted to talk about this Trump shit for a little bit. It's getting crazy. Fucking Giuliani, and now they're talking Ted Cruz possibly. <laughs> That's okay. That's the- but, but how does how does that happen? They hate well, each saying, other. I was going to say. Then you're all I know. This is going back to my. I'm, I'm, no, I'm a little weird. Cruz, and then Trump is is you know. I'm sorry to the Trump supporters, but he's starting to be full of shit. Wasn't he going to drain the swamp in no, Washington? He ain't doing anything. Yeah, but that's what he'll say he's doing by hiring, by hiring a guy from Breitbart. I don't know if you, that's how you say it. He'll, he'll say he's not getting traditional politicians. Well, that's so, true. So I'll that's give you that. He, but then and, Giuliani, Giuliani's a fucking, he's an idiot. Uh, you know? It's like, why, why don't they just hire Rich Voss if they want somebody, with a, <laughs> they want somebody who can't say words, who has a fucking why, speech impediment. Is that why he's doing it? No, I think he likes to, he likes to get people that are handicapped and uh, with a speech impediment. So he, he goes, look, I'm, look, I'm helping the fucking, the people that can't help themselves. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. Giuliani's like, my wife kind of hates Giuliani. I never had an opinion, really, one way or the other. But he's, he, they're, they're it seems like a lot of egomaniacs, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's why you get into politics. Yeah. Right? Did, did you see yesterday he ditched the press? Yeah, and now, and now that, the press is all Yeah, but if Obama off? did Giuliani? that, they would think it... If, no, Trump. Uh, Trump. I listen, mean, that, listen, it, it, he's supposed to have the press pool follow you now. Yeah, but and if Obama did that... Pool, oh, fuck the if Obama did that. I don't give a no, fuck. No, if Obama did I would think like he was cool, like he was a rapper. You know what I mean? Like he ditched the I, press. But I was going to that point. Oh, I sorry. think it's hilarious that Trump did it. Oh, good. I think it's fucking hilarious because you're supposed to tell the press pool, you know, what you're doing, and then they follow you and they fucking document it. It's been tradition forever. And uh, Trump said, "I'm done for the night. I'm staying in." So the press pool fucking left or whatever. And then he went out to dinner at the where was it? Twenty one Club. Yeah, Twenty One yeah. Club uh, with his family. And he's now, like a, and, and now the press is pissed off that he did this. I think it's hilarious. A, no, he's like a high school teenager. Right. He waits till his parents go to sleep. He's like, Perfect. "Yeah, I'm going." Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but he knows the. Press press hates him anyway so what does he care yeah he's fighting with the new york times no, that's today. the advantage that he has they all hate him well that part of this i really i'm really gonna enjoy they can't stop talking about him i think it's a love hate thing right i think it's the psycho girlfriend that you can't break up with that's true <laughs> that you don't Plus, even they built him up the press the, the press you know helped build the guy up you know hey, yeah, totally man. And like, of course he and like i say time. to people who are like so so horrified including my wife i go listen if you watch celebrity apprentice then you're part of the problem because he was not known anywhere until that show like he was on in new york obviously but he was not he was not a national name so celebrity apprentice if you watch all these dumb fucking reality shows and then you're like oh my god how you you made the guy you helped make the guy yeah I nobody think, agrees with me but that's my point no i think you kind of right? sure, i agree with i mean i think i think he was known nationally but not to that extent not, not like he was here hit. not like he was no, here everyone knew him in new york and Jesus. then he was so authoritative on the show people were like he's a he's a he's a no-nonsense guy but it's a fucking tv show of course you know? uh but trump is considering ted cruz for u.s attorney general that's fucking that's sick they fucking hate each other that's sick Who's waving at? Is that us? Tommy Lee Jones? Oh, hey Tepper. No, it's a uh, it's, uh, Jeremy Tepper from Outlaw Country, who is uh, Outlaw pr- Country, who's promoting Blackberry Smoke at the Beacon right. Theater here in New York City. This Want to bring night. him in for a second? So, no, come in, Tepper. Yeah, yeah, we can get free tickets. In. Bring him in. I, I, he's if I if I've had a boss in thirty one years, this is him. What the fuck, yeah, What's <laughs> hey, up, Tepper? How are you, man? How about that Blackberry Smoke? I'm going. I want to go Friday. Yes, I totally want to go. I want in. Absolutely. And we've been giving away. You got to hook me up. We've been trying. Yeah, we've been pimping for. I'm not giving away, but yeah. See, yeah, we've been pumping their shit. 
over in Outlaw Country too. Right? Outlaw Country. He, he just turned Florentine turned him on to it, and yeah. then I started listening to yeah. it. But it's some good stuff. Man. I'm only a couple months in. Yeah, me too. Same thing. Finally, yeah, they're great band. They're out of Georgia, you know. So Atlanta boys, right? Yeah, they're in the tradition of like the Black Crows and the Georgia Satellites, and that. it's uh, it's oh, somewhere like the where then like the Southern boys, you know, started listening to you know uh, Rod Stewart and the Faces. And like, sure, sure. I like it. Yeah, I got you. I know what you're saying. It all. It they all, got a little Almond Brothers there. to them, a little Leonard Skinner to them, a little Thirty Eight Special at times. Yeah, we had them out on the Outlaw Country Cruise. Oh, really? Yeah, How we're, was that? We're bringing them again. They're great, fantastic. They stripped down. They did an acoustic show. We had Steve Earle sit in with them. We had you know all kinds of shit. This is like Keith Richards and Mick Jagger sharing a mic when you guys are both leaning in. <laughs> you see that? We're going to sing Happy. At first, we're I thought sing he Happy was, in a second. I thought he was. Kind of, I thought at first he was trying to make a point by getting close to your face. No, I'm like, no, no, no he's trying no, to talk no, into no, the mic. Man, no, 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 I tortured him. I tortured him for eight months when I worked well, down here. He's a pal here. of Mojo. You know, they go way back. So Mojo Nixon. So anyway, okay, I don't know Southern code, but. Kevin, you don't need to. You're you looking at two guys that get along. See, that's how it is. Who is Sarah Mike? Sarah Mike. That's like I Sal. Nice to meet you, man. I'm Vic yeah. Hanley. My pleasure. What's Sal all about, yeah, Tepper? What's, what's your deal, Sal? Sal is a bass playing monster. All right. Yeah. From New York City. Tell him, Sal. Yeah. Come yeah. on, hey. Who's the best? On the microphone. Come uh, on. Played over the years with Roxy Music, Sparks, Cracker, Echo and the Bunny Man, uh, Laura Cantrell. <laughs> oh, I love Laura, Laura Cantrell. Cantrell. Me Who's too? the best bass wow. player? And Milk and Cookies was your original like power punk band yeah, in the early exactly. 1970s. Yeah. Who's the best yeah. bass players of all of all time? Ant Whistle. Well, for rock and roll, Ant Whistle, melodic, for melody, McCartney, for uh, funk. I'd say Jameson. Larry Graham. Larry Graham for slapping, you know, I mean, and Whistle, McCartney, you know, those guys are up there. Jocko, of course. Those are the top five, I think. What's the jazz guy that I'm thinking of uh, that's legendary that I'm forgetting right now? Stanley Clark. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Jocko Pastore. Yeah, no, no, I was thinking of Stanley Clark. Oh, Stanley yeah, no, no, Clark. No, no. Tepper knows me. <laughs> <laughs> that really is. Back to your fusion days. <laughs> Chuck oh, Mangio. <laughs> you need him around more often. You're talking to your wife. Or you're like, what is that? And he jumps in. I just feel bad for him because he really wanted me to stay and work for him. And I was such a dick the whole time. And he so. came over, but he's still here in the building, yeah. so why, why, we got a great team at Outlaw. We don't need them. That's no, right, because they didn't need me. Yeah, they didn't need me. We're fine. well stocked. Yes, they're totally fine. Mojo's enough for a whole yeah, we got Johnny so. Knoxville. We got you know Shooter Jennings, uh, Shooter Steve Jennings Earl, Mojo, Elizabeth Cook, Chris T. Fine. I love Chris Elizabeth Cook. I mean, we need Elizabeth Cook in this studio. She is a hoot. Yes, I know. Get her in here. Yes, you would love Elizabeth Cook. You would totally love. She's a hoot. She is a hoot, man. She's a gorgeous hoot. Jiggle on her. Yeah, yeah. She's funny too. She's quick. Yeah, I like her a lot. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, All right, Tepper. Tepper. Bye, Sal. Blackberry and Smoke. Sal. Blackberry right. Smoke, Blackberry Friday Smoke, night. Friday night at the Beacon Theater. Yeah. A lot of us going. Yeah. That new album, Like an Arrow, is amazing. Burn. <laughs> you guys, I drove him crazy. <laughs> Why? Because I wanted a raise and they wouldn't give it to me. And I, well, knew, I wanted to bring that up. You know, but Wait, I knew all. Open uh, the door. So open the door. What? What are you going? Yo, Tepper! <laughs> you going to bring him back for this? Yes. <laughs> he's busy. I think he's busy. Tepper. Why the fuck wouldn't you give Vic Henley a raise? He couldn't get let's him to get. get he tried to get me a raise. Let, let's get this no, done. You know the guy down in the corner office. Oh, yeah, Scott yeah, you're again? Go. Yeah. Had oh, okay. do, no, it had nothing to do with Tepper. Oh, Tepper. I said, yeah. All right, I was making sure it no. wasn't Tepper. No, all right, no, we're no, good, that's, why I, that's why I felt bad. We're good. I him and pull up sorry. a fucking truck yeah, for you. Yes, baby. him and little Stephen <laughs> were going to bat for me. I like this guy. I had him and little Stephen going to bat for me. All right, all right, I'm good. I had. He's really important here, and little Stephen is fucking little Stephen, and both of them were getting no. 
Fuck him. We're not giving him a penny. I've heard the stories wow. in the last couple of years. I just want to make sure it wasn't Tepper. It was never. No, I love Jeremy. That's what I know. See, the problem is, like, ah, eh, whatever. Nah, that's I, I, I said I'd be good today. You think that was 10 years ago? I'm still mad. I'll say this much. <laughs> I'll say this much. I'm, I'm channeling Brennan now. I think, I think I'm being good by saying this. If you're a star, Sirius XM will back up the fucking truck for you. Oh, yeah. But then, I mean, I mean, you're a star in your own no, life, I'm of course, I'm but nobody. not not a big star. They they look at the big big stars and they'll give them anything to be here. Right. I just hope to be Brennan. They don't even give a fuck if they're good on the mic. I want to be Brennan's valet one day. That's, that's yeah, but that, that don't work though. The big stars they don't. Oh, uh, really, Kevin? <laughs> no, maybe remember they gave a shitload of money to Oprah. How that worked it's out my, here? It's my biggest pet peeve. It, right. it doesn't work over and over. No, I got to stop. No, no, because I said I'd be I good said today. To, I said it to uh, when uh, when Brewer and Coriella used to do a show, and then Brewer dropped out. So me and Coriella used to do it, and and we were good together. Uh-huh. And the fans would always say, "You guys." So I said to Coriella, "I go, why don't you try to pitch us?" Because Coriella was like, just you know, breaking out. He was yep. like, "I'm done with it." Right. I said, "Why don't you pitch us?" He goes, "They'll never, they'll never do it because we're we're not names." I go, "But that's not how radio teams start. They no, you, were you guys names when you oh, I fucking God, Kumi no. had a fucking construction job, didn't he, or some I, shit?" When I uh, met Anthony, he was putting in air conditioners. Sorry, I got the details wrong. But my point is, <laughs> my point is, I think it, it, close. My point is, it's organic shit. It's or, it gets right. together Why organically. Are you they, again? I'm not even yelling. I'm six feet from the mic. <laughs> You're fucking. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it wasn't Tepper. It was no. I love right, Jeremy. I'm going no, with Tepper. Uh, I'm All telling right. you. It's, no, no, it wasn't. He's what? great. He's the best. I can't believe they keep him down here. He's too cool to work here. Yeah, you guys got a, you guys got a good vibe. You. Two. He's a music head. That's a, what do you don't like about a music head? He's a good fellow. Vic is a music head so you he, know. he blows my how much do they pay away. like cousin bruce do they pay him because he's, he's a name <laughs> <laughs> does he just come here to get out of the house or is he getting any money both. like what the f- go down the hall both. and ask him right now Absolutely. where I'm what, what office two, two down. Down. he's right there in the corners all glass no head. i'm saying the office where they make the decisions he's uh, in there interviewing nick cannon right now cousin bruce and nick cannon are having a summit cousin oh bruce and nick show cannon business. i'm just such hoping a fucking i'm just joke. hoping Fuck. that was, wouldn't that be good i know wouldn't that be great Show business. Anyway, Trump. What else about Trump these days? I, I know the FDNY wouldn't want the dem, uh, democratically elected president of America hanging in a firehouse, said one firefighter. Hey, you let me can't ask, post a picture of the president. Let me ask the Democrats. Huh? Let me ask the Democrats. Are they going to go to the bathroom? And now they're just worried about fucking more like meat and potato shit. Now that now that they push the shit too far, which every party does. And whenever party's in, in power for two terms, Emma was here right now. What's that guy, Charles? <laughs> the, the guy whose daughter's a lesbian? He would agree. He would agree with me. The point is that... You were almost beat up by Club Soda County. The Muhammad point is so the Chuck, Democrats, if you want to call back, that'd be great. The Muhammad point Ali's is the Democrats, they got greedy. All the shit that like people are like, come on, man, seriously. Yeah. Well, what's going on with the FDNY? I didn't know they weren't allowed to hang shit up in the firehouses. Today I received the call from Borough and Division sense. in regards to material posted about election. One unit was driving around with uh, with masks. Please make sure apparatus and quarters are clear of this material. We do not want to see anyone get in trouble for this. This is probably really. So if you're a fireman and, and you support Trump, you can't put something up in your locker? Well, how are you going to get in the 70s and they had a pancake breakfast for the community and somebody right. got offended by the titty picture that was hanging right. up at the well, firehouse. So they had to make a rule. Right. And now it's, you can't put up any shit anything. anywhere since the 70s. You're not even allowed some of these right. places to That's put up pictures of your family because there's someone that, at work that can't have a family. Of course. Right. I know. <laughs> How does that make sense? I know. I'm mad. No, that's funny. That's, that's funny. That's, that's hilarious. Like, that's like, but it was a story. It was <laughs> an actual true. story. It's true. 
Now, because the one that, <laughs> it's an actual story. That's well, crazy. When I'm out of time, I go, "Are you barren?" And the crowd always laughs. <laughs> the crowd always laughs. That's a good joke. But, it, but women get. They, that's why I say it because it's so horf, it's so horrific to be like, "Oh my God, you said she was right. barren." So, so I guess that's the same thing at the office. Like, I'm barren. Don't mock me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not mocking you. I just putting on my family. I love I, my family. I would almost understand if you were the asshole at work doing that, rubbing it in someone's face. But if you're if you just have a picture on your desk, holy fuck. Yeah, like you, if you, you know. go up with a picture of your kids and shove it in their face and make them smell it or whatever. Yeah, well, I, I think I just said that. <laughs> in a different way. Uh, are you barren? That's that's good. That's a funny line. FDNY spokesman Jim Long said the department just wants firefighters to stay out of politics. What the fuck? The message specifically to its uh, to its time was to remain out of the political scene and out of the political field. The message went out. All right. Yeah, but nobody's out of politics now. Thanks to Facebook and Twitter, everybody has an opinion. Yeah. So it's like, how do you stay out of politics? Everybody thinks no they have to have their opinion. No stay out of politics. You're not supposed to talk about it, but, you know, whatever. Let's see. What else? Cruz, that's unbelievable because they fucking hate each other. Mm-hmm. Well, then he's going to make Marco Rubio secretary of the Treasury. Well, you just go down the line of the right. 18 idiots that he motherfucked and give them all something. You want some more of the Trump stories? There's a whole list. Yeah. And Kasich. I'll never give Kasich anything. Kasich supposedly came around and congratulated him, though. Well, well, what choice did he have? It's like, I congratulate Jeff Ross when I see him. I hate his guts. <laughs> <laughs> what are you congratulating him for, by the way? Because he's doing Because well. he, he's the he's ugliest man well. in show business, he's and staying, he's on TV. He's I, I, thought, I, I thought I've never seen the day a guy that ugly would be regularly on TV. <laughs> so that's what you congratulate him for? Yeah, I go, I go you, did the, TV? you did the impossible. <laughs> You're a, you're a minus one looks wise, and you're on TV occasionally. That's great. What else? Ugly. What else in uh, Trump world? Oh, three NBA teams boycotting Trump hotels. Oh god. Yeah. How about that? How about the thing with with uh with, uh, with Phil Jackson saying the posse? I, I don't get that. LeBron James right. is pissed off. No, because you know that you know the black you know the black players called. Referred to as posse. That's where he got it from. He's not what? trying to be disrespectful. No, Phil Jackson's been around basketball his entire life. He understands the culture. He wouldn't just say something stupid. Yeah, and he's a straight shooter. That's why people like what, him. What did he, he say? LeBron James and his posse? No, he said LeBron James always had a big posse po- with him, whatever. Right. But he was just talking. He wasn't even talking like it was. He was just tell, telling a story or his trying, opinion on something. He was something. trying to say LeBron's mom has a big pussy, was what he was trying to say. <laughs> he should have just said that. No, but I mean, for uh, the, it's like, again, you can't uh, say anything, good. and then the guy, no, the guy gets mad, but but why is LeBron James mad that Phil Jackson? No, because LeBron's like because he's, he's touching now too. I guess no, because he's like he's he's a role model for black people, yeah. so he's like he's I got to stand up for myself. Yeah, stupid and, white guy say, hey, look at my posse. He's out of date with his comment. Phil Jackson is an older dude. He's out of date with his, but posse, not by like. much. He's still around these guys. Well, yeah, you know they well, call it a posse. Well, you know, I think he thought he was on the Arsenio Hall show Wait, and had a flashback and said my posse. No, no, go down his posse. Hold on. Uh, it says LeBron and Phil Jackson. I had nothing but respect for him as a coach. Uh, then the the guy interviewing him said, "Had respect, LeBron, yeah." And then the guy said, "Until now." And then LeBron said, "Yeah." So now he's fucking pissed off and doesn't respect you can him as a coach him anymore. It, if you want to hear it, maybe. Well, we are just fucking sensitive. Are we going to have to give LeBron James a therapy dog he needs to a, get over this? A safe space and a therapy dog and some marshmallow <laughs> peeps. 
Yeah. Yeah. A therapy dog. That'd be great yeah. if you gave him a therapy dog. Because Ted Cruz should give him a therapy dog. <laughs> I wonder if Trump's going to get a dog. You know, a lot right. of times when they get in office, yeah. they get yeah. a dog. Because people, people are just losing their minds now. LeBron James understands uh, perfectly what Phil Jackson was doing. Uh, Phil Jackson wasn't trying to be a dick to LeBron James. But so. a little bit, Phil Jackson was like a little bit like LeBron is a uh, uh, high maintenance. That's what basically was he was implying. So, so LeBron has to go like, listen, and and listen, if you're black, you can make anything, you can make anything. I've been disrespected. You know what I mean? Right. I get it. So that's why I always do it as much as I can, because uh, <laughs> no, I just go, I just go right for the meat of the of the thing, because they're gonna, you, they can find anything with anything, sure. anything you say. Uh, Lewis thinks it's stupid. Uh, whose side is Lewis on there, Eric? He's on Phil Jackson's side. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think. We have a token black man that can. Yeah, I forgot Lewis is there. I wouldn't have just said what I said. Get the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I love black people. (laughs) Hey, Lewis. Lewis knows this. Right. And Lewis, publicly, I I want to thank you for your email, sir. That was mentioned earlier in the show. It was all truthful. All right. So, what do you got on this situation? He's being a fucking baby. He's being a complete baby. It's LeBron, not like he said LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, it's not like he said gang of Negroes or yeah. fucking hoodlums right. or anything like that was really badly racial. Crowd right. of jigaboos. Yeah, anything right. that was nothing. <laughs> I, 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 I like that. that. I like that. Isn't that a band out of Nashville? Bluegrass band. Bluegrass band. And they sell out everywhere. Below, below the Mason Dixon line. Pack it out. Can't get a T-shirt. They pack it out. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> but you're, you're talking about a coach who has coached Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, two of the best basketball players. Who is LeBron's hero, I believe. Right. MJ, right? Right. So don't you think something racial would have come out maybe over that three decades exactly. of coaching? Sure. Exactly. Okay. Of right. So you sit here, you're, you're the face of basketball, you're the face of black men looking up to you everywhere because you're the man, and you act like a little bitch on TV. And, and to your point, he's like the black guy now that Obama's kind of a lame duck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, it's there's all like, falling on LeBron. I mean, once Obama's gone, there's, like, there's no black senators. There's like, there's no, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of representation for black people. They got so the best role model. He got, has a super, he's like a black superhero. They got Jay-Z? No, but he, he it's a different thing. <laughs> Even Lewis said fuck, fuck Jay-Z. I mean, LeBron's a, LeBron's a winner. Jay-Z. LeBron's just a winner. So, and LeBron he's, is a winner. And he's been classy, and he's good at business. He just, he's just a winner. You know, he came right. back to Cleveland, and he's a winner. So if he says something, it, it carries a lot of weight. You it know? does. But I am sick of him being a sensitive little bitch, because he's a sensitive bitch on the basketball court. Ooh. You touch him the wrong way, he ah. falls back. Oh. He's, the flopper. he's the biggest flopper yeah. in the NBA. Worse than Vladi Divac? Oh, that's, that's a good one. That's good. Vladi for all time. Vladi knew how to flop. Greatest flopper the greatest flopper of all time. But you know what? Yeah. To, to, to defend flop. LeBron, when he when he was on teams that were losing, they used to beat the shit out of him because he would he would have to shoot too much and go to the, go. To the, you know, when he played for Cleveland, the first they would just they they had nobody else to go to, right. so they would beat the shit out of him, and he wouldn't get all the calls. So I think it stems from that where he, he always felt like he was a victim, and then black people, you you guys were slaves. So what the fuck? no, I'm just being just being ridiculous, but. I'm <laughs> point is, it's easy. It was easy for him as he would because he was young and strong, and they would beat the shit him when he went to the rack. One hundred percent. But everybody had to go through that. But now he's older, and he's like, respect that. You, you, I got to, I got to get the calls. I got to get the calls that Jordan always got when he got the calls. He gets you know more I mean? calls than Jordan. He yeah, gets you more think calls so? than anybody almost. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Then Jordan, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. He's been to the free throw line more than Jordan has, and I think that's now. Wow. Okay. And what place is he in uh, all time scoring? 
That I'm not too sure. Most most points for uh, his age, right? Is he out the top? No, definitely. Is he in the top ten yet? Maybe. Yeah, he's probably five. Tenth or eleventh, maybe. I, I was just looking four. at this the other day. I know no, Kareem, no, he's not I know, four. I know Kareem's first. No, he's four. I bet he's four. No, he's not. I guess tenth or eleventh. Where is he? he I guess ten or eleven. He's Calm still got to get past Elvin Hayes, Moses Malone, Shaq, Dirk Nowitzki, Will Chamberlain, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Carl Malone, and Kareem Abdul. He's the only active one on that. I think I'm thinking Dirk Nowitzki. I think in playoffs he's fourth. Dirk might squeeze <laughs> past Will Chamberlain, huh? Yeah, he could do that this he year. He might squeeze past. No, not this year. Remember when Dirk married the crazy woman, or had the had that whole? It was almost like a he was like she was like a psycho stripper lady that he oh, had. To, no, I don't. Oh God, that's I, I'm I just ruined it because that's about basically all I know about we it. Look it up though. We got can, the Google. Yes, she had the she tricked him into like she was Dirk. like a stripper whore nut job. She and, said she was pregnant. And she said she was like a real person, and he found out that she was not only not pregnant, but that she was like a stripper whore crackhead idiot, and he had to like shun her and get away from her. It was almost like but a he stalking. married her. No, no, no. Oh, was, he was going okay. to. They were dating. Okay. They were dating, and then he found out it was all a big lie, and she was just a crackhead stripper. Wow. Where did he meet her? At a club? Hell yeah, in Dallas. A strip club? Come on in Dallas. in Dallas. There you go. Crystal Taylor. There she is. Texas, titty bar, capital of the goddamn Oof. free world. Oh, what's wrong with him? Oof. Yeah. She looks all banged up. She yeah, she's like a crackhead. Yeah, oh. but that's her mugshot. That's Chris Bosch. <laughs> okay, Paul. Wow. Oh man. And we, found, it, we found your strength. And he didn't even Visuals have to say on the radio. <laughs> he didn't even have to yell it to he get nailed. a laugh. He nailed. No, he did nail it. That was funny. What else about Trump? Uh, doctor accused of refusing care to anti-Trump patient. This shit's going on. What now? Sorry. Wouldn't you be better off though? Doctor accused of refusing care to anti-Trump uh, patient. That's that's not allowed. I, I would think. No, it's not allowed. It's that's against why the, I think this guy's in against trouble. the old uh, Hippocratic oath. Or maybe it's a female doctor. I mean, hers, him, somebody's. Oath. Then you got a man gunned down outside bar after he joked about voting for Trump. Uh, this is getting ugly. You think? <laughs> I said, I said yesterday on here, hypothetically, I'm like, I bet they're not doing any of this shit in Birmingham, Alabama. And then someone sent me an email and said, oh, yeah, oh, they yeah, are. It's happening. And they went like 60% what? Trump, Alabama. What? Wearing, wearing, uh, I, the people who support Trump are getting beat up? No, the, I, I said to him yesterday that I oh, don't yeah, know. They are. I don't, well, in states that he might have kicked ass in, I wonder if they're protesting there. The people that don't like him are protesting like the that ones that don't like him point, here. Because all the, all the protests were in Chicago, Los Angeles, yeah. Miami, all where he has support. Well, I said, I so bought Birmingham. And somebody, huh? somebody answered me and said he had support in Alabama. He won sixty percent, and yet I guess people at, uh, in Birmingham are there's enough of them there that are pissed off that are saying fucking and they're, down they're there. marching yeah. in the streets. He said there was a rally in Birmingham. Now, I don't know. This is just what somebody emailed me. But but Trump doesn't have the support of the big cities. That's what I'm saying. They 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 go against Trump. By... They're they're going against Trump where Trump is not winning. So oh, yeah, it's course. like you're preaching to the choir. So okay. go where they're not. Go where. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He, won in, he won in Alabama, and yet I guess there's enough disgruntled anti-Trump people that they were protesting in Birmingham. I heard the possibly. numbers were down last night. I was you talking know. to someone that was outside Trump Tower. They said the numbers are down. dwindling, dwindling. A well, go on home. What numbers are down? Go on home. The protests here in New York. They've been outside Trump Tower. Uh, of course for they. Eight of straight course days. they go down. Because then they realize they can't do anything, and everyone, everyone yeah. starts, you know, whatever. Call all the Occupy people and ask them how that shit works out. <laughs> Plus, when the weather when the weather changes, there's going to be no marches. <laughs> and then people are like, fuck this. No, it's that <laughs> simple. Cold. Although they're I trying to get a million people down at the inaugural, right? 
Yeah. For what? Some kind of march? Yeah, they'll do it for there for for the pub. But I'm saying, like, even when the, even when it snows here, less people get murdered. Did you know that? They have a woman's march. When the yeah. weather sucks, people don't people don't go outside. They don't murder. It's, I know when it gets hot. They, I know when it gets hot. They, the oh, opposite happens. Yeah, because they're on the roof. Yeah, right. Do the right thing, baby. Right. Because right. they're all outside. Uh, what else about the Trump Tower? It's a, it's a nightmare for New York City. And they're saying it might destroy uh, Tiffany and Gucci's business. That's a headline today. No, he can write a check for that. And it's He'll probably right. going to no- knock your uh, pumpkin story off the front page. <laughs> 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 You're such a dick. <laughs> Bravo to Kevin Brennan. That's our music. We're out of here, Kevin. For real? Yeah. Yeah. It's a 10-minute song. Uh, no, get your plugs in. Oh. <laughs> Serious, go. Tell him. MLC YouTube. Go to YouTube. You guys are all familiar with YouTube. Go to MLC Podcast. Tonight on the Red Eye. And yeah. tonight on Red Eye. And then I'll probably punch Lou Dobbs in the fucking face. <laughs> just, not being Bernard Just to Shaw. go viral. And, uh, <laughs> and Just stop. headlock him. Headlock poor, him and do a selfie. Poor Lou Dobbs. Mean, that's what you ought to do. He's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is that it? Kevin yeah. Brennan 666 on the yeah, Twitter. Yeah, let's get some Twitter followers, Kevin Brennan six six six. Now I'm going to push Club Soda Kenny's fucking Twitter. We got a battle Contest. among us. Kenny's on his phone right now. I can see out the window. Club Soda uh, Club Soda Kenny on Twitter. Let's get him he's more getting, followers than Kevin right Brennan. Now. Uh, Vic Kenley, what do you got? I got Gotham Comedy Club tomorrow night in New York City and Comic Strip Live on uh, Friday and Saturday. Right. Unless I can, I'm getting out of the Friday that I'm going to Black Race yeah, You should. That's going to be amazing <laughs> at the Beacon Theater. If I can. Uh, Eric, what are we? Are we good? I think we're good for yes, now, right? Thumbs up. Ah, fuck it. See you tomorrow.